Welcome back into Fort Payne, Alabama, as we get ready to start tonight's varsity action between the Lady Wildcats and the Lady Tigers from Springville. We'll introduce the Springville Tigers here in a minute. This is senior night here. This will be the final regular season home game for Fort Payne and their final regular season game overall. First up for Springville, number two, Leah Bowden. She's a sophomore guard. Senior, number 14, Abby Bird, playing forward. Another senior, 55, Stella Bullington. Number 22, Georgia Chancellor. And number five, sophomore guard, Gabby Allison. Next up will be the Fort Payne. I guess they're. I mean, are they doing? Are they doing senior recognition? I'm sure they will. Maybe halftime or in they between do it, they games. They won't do it. They won't do it at halftime. Maybe They'll do it between, in between maybe games. Maybe between games. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, yeah, because they're probably going to do it all at once. That makes sense. And because there's not a lot, there's only two girls, so you might as well do it with the boys. Yeah. There's, there's only, only four boys. There's only four boys seniors, so you might as well do it at halftime. Right. Or excuse me, in between games. Yeah, halftime. Halftime. The coach. They should. Well, they should. I've seen schools recognize cheerleaders. Yes, Steve Black is nodding. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Steve is in the house from FPTV. I messed what I meant to talk about, Steve, before we got started. Was you guys are in the house? So if you for some reason can't hear us, if you go inside, get out your device. And turn on, uh, get the FPTV app, and you can watch tonight's action as I call it. So FPTV is in the house tonight. First up for Fort Payne, number five, Avery Chadwick. Avery plays the three position, guard and forward. Next up, number 12, Carly Cash. Guard. I did not hear what year she is. Is she sophomore? Sophomore. Anna Aikens, I believe Anna's a junior. And here comes the one senior starter, Brylan Gray, number 30. And she'll be followed by junior, number 34, Libby Redden. That's your starting five for both teams as we get ready to start here. Uh, the first game. They had the JV girls out here. They won handsomely by about 30, I think, like 44 to 17. Yeah, like it was. Or maybe, yeah, I think it was, it it was, was a large, largely. large victory. The Tigers are, are from Springville, the Lady Tigers. They are in wearing purple on purple with white trim and gold trim as well. They got white numbers and letters. Fort Payne in their white on white unis with the black trim and Vegas gold letters. I mean, Vegas gold numbers and black letters. Are those, is that really Vegas gold? It that is not. That's, more, that's more like canary yellow. Yes. <laughs> but their official colors are Vegas. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. If, I, if I'm, if I'm going to be picky, it is not Vegas gold. <laughs> not tonight. All right. Springville controls the tip. Right corner. They get it inside to number 14, Bird. Bird shoots, burns, turns, Bird turns and shoots over Brylon Gray. Misses her shot. Be Fort Payne ball. Now Springville's going to start off in a full court press. Uh, looks like nope, they're going to start a full court man to man. 
and they're going to trap out of it. Fort Payne gets it back to Gray if she throws in. Gray right corner to Red, Red down low to Cash. Cash, quick, quick put up, no good, and uh, Springville rebounds. Here comes Allison. Hands off to Bowden. Bowden across the court to Chancellor. Chancellor drives, puts it in on a floating jumper. So Springville gets the first points of the game. They lay two to nothing. Chadwick ahead to Gray. Gray right corner to Red. Red and again down low to Cash. Cash receives it again. This time turns, shoots, misses again. Springville rebounds. They've had it there twice. Carly had to rush that one. Springville's got some tall girls on their team. Springville with the ball in the right corner. They get inside to Bird in the lane. Bird kicks it outside to Allison. Allison for three. No good. Gray jumps up the rebound, has it knocked out of her hands, but Chadwick gets it. Here comes Chadwick. Got numbers. Chadwick all the way to hole stops. Running jumper. That's strong. Bounces completely off the board and Chancellor rebounds for Springville. She gives up to Bowden. Bowden in the right corner. Up top to Bird. Bird back to Bowden. Bowden to come back toward the middle. She goes left side to Allison. Allison on the left wing. She throws down low to Bird. Bird back up to Chancellor. She'll go right side to Bowden. Right corner to Allison. Allison has the ball knocked over hands for sake. Gets it back behind the back dribble. Goes left side to Chancellor. Chancellor back to Allison for three. This is nothing but air. And it'll be Fort Payne ball. It just feels like we hadn't gotten to the game yet. The student section had me hit up with an air ball. Usually you get a good air ball chant after that. 6.23 to play. Two to nothing lead for the Springville Lady Tigers. Chadwick. Tries to throw it ahead, gets the ball back from uh, Gray, kicks out to Red, Red on the right wing, throws it up top to Gray, Gray. Drives lane, Gray down low to Cash this time, and she gets it this one. After third try, she finally gets it. Nice job, Gray to Cash. 2-2 ball game, six minutes to play in the first period. Bowden to bring the ball down for Springville. She'll throw right side to Allison. Allison up top to Chancellor, Chancellor back to Bowden on the left wing, picked up by Redden, Fort Payne in the 2-3 zone. They get inside the tall number 55, Bullington, and she lays it in. There's a mismatch for Springville. Bullington's probably 5'10 to 6 foot, or 5'11. Gray has it for four pain on the left wing. Gray spots up for three. No good. Chandler, I mean, uh, Chadwick runs down the rebound. Redden has it now at the free throw line. Left corner to Cash. Cash drives baseline, throws it outside to Gray. Gray up top to Chadwick. Chadwick looking inside, nothing there. Drives, floating jumper, rolls out. Bird rebounds. Bird gets it to, uh, ooh, that was a uh, bird gets it to Bowden. She dribbled off her ankle, lost it. A Aiken steals. Aikens almost throws it away. Redden gets it. Chadwick left wing for three. Off the rim, no good. Fight for the rebound, and girls go falling like dominoes. Never we'll get the foul on Springville. Aikens and Carly Cash were kind of wrestling for the ball, and Aikens got it, and then Cash was pushed by Springville, and she just kind of dominoed in Aikens, and the four Payne girls just fell together like dominoes. Looked very much like dominoes, didn't it? <laughs> Talking to Miss Holly. I don't know. It was in the corner. I couldn't see. So it'll be a Fort Payne ball on the baseline. Aikens will throw it in, gets it to Chadwick. Chadwick back to Aikens. Aikens drives in a little bit, gets it to Gray, who spotted up, and misses the short jumper, gets her own rebound, and she'll come out, give it to Chadwick, top of the arc for three. No good. Number 21 gets the rebound for Springville. I'll have to look that up real quick. 21 in the game. I'm going to say there's several of them. I'm just going to call her Lexi Beatty. I've got like two or three 21s on the roster. Miss Holly gives me the complete school roster. Thank you, Miss Holly. No problem. 
Springville, I mean, Fort Springville turned it over. Fort Payne has the ball back. Chadwick goes to the right corner to Gray. Fort Payne leading 4-2 with 4.36 to play. Redden spots up for a long three. Off the back of the iron, no good. Springville rebounds. Bird with the ball. She'll give it up to Bowden. Bowden brings it across midcourt quickly. All the way to the hole. She kicked, tried to throw it over to number 21, Beatty. Stolen by Fort Payne. So three quick turnovers by Springville. Ahead to Aikens. Aikens going to take it in the lane up against Bird. And she's going to be fouled by Bird. She'll go to line. I believe to shoot two. Let's see if it was on the floor. I think it is on the floor. Yep. So the foul was before the shot. Number 30. Number 33 for, for Springville. Teru comes in. Gray for a three. No good. Springville rebounds. 4 2 lead for Fort Payne. Number three, Walker in the game as well. She spots up for a three, and it's good. Comes off the bench, lands a three. Four Payne with the ball, down low. Gray up top of the arc, give to Aikens. Aikens left wing for three, good! Nice shot by Anna Aikens. Gives Fort Payne back the lead. They lead, nope, I'm sorry, it's seven. They got seven, five. Okay. Fort Payne trailing by two. Bowden had it on the left wing, went to shoot the three-pointer, had it blocked by Libby Redden. They get to run the ball down, give it back to Bird. She has a short jumper from the free throw line, misses. They get their own rebound, put it up, they miss another one. Fort Payne ahead, Red, Red, Libby Redden running the floor and just short of the easy layup. And here comes Springer with the rebound. Libby was just caught out of position, I believe, on that one. Talton for three, no good. Fight for the rebound, it's off Springville. Libby was way out front, had a clear run to the basket, but she lined herself up, and I could see it coming because I was hoping she was going to change. But as she was approaching the hoop, she was right under the hoop and tried to reach around with her hand, and she just was not in a position to get a good, clean layup and left it on the left side. But she was wide open. So Fort Payne still trails 7-5 to five with three minutes to go in the first. Again, Springville pressing, and Fort Payne turns it over. Aikens throws a little too high, trying to get it to Zimri Craig, who's in the game now for Fort Payne. Got to make sure I get the Craig sisters correct on the last you game of the season. Zimri, you got know Zimri. It's the other two that you're. Zoe and Zariah a little yes, tough. Up Fort Payne almost with the gets almost with the steal, but Springville gets it back. Talton has it. Left corner to Burt. Left corner to Bowden. Bowden trapped by Aikens. Aikens knocks out of her hands, and they're going to say it's off Aikens. Springville ball. Number 33 is Taru. Nope. They're going to say it's off Springville. All right, Springville. Nope. They're just going to call a timeout. So timeout's called Fort Payne Trail 7-5 with 2.41 to go in the first. We'll be back after this 30-second break with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball.
See, that was number one, 21, Kinsey, Kinsley Tate. No. Craig drives the basket, loses the handle on another turnover for Payne. Here comes Springle, Bowden dribbling down the lane, Bowden short jumper out the rim, no good. Aikens fights a rebound, this will say it's off Springle for Payne ball. Springle leading nine to five with a minute 53 left in the first period. Ladies seem a little out of sorts here this first period of play. Wagner will check in for Fort Payne. Aikens throws it into Craig. Craig back to Aikens. Again, full court press put on by the Valley, put on the, I almost said Valley head, by the Springville Tigers. Wagner gets it underneath, puts it up and in. Gray found her on the back side, on the left back side, and was able to get her the ball, and she had the easy put up. 9-7 lead for the Springville Tigers. I said Valley head because they're purple and gold Tigers yeah, as well. Totally understandable. <laughs> Springville throws it away. Craig with the steal. She lost the ball, and Aikens falls down for it. Loose ball on the ground. And they're going to get her with kicking the ball. She actually grabbed it with her feet, which you cannot do. Nice effort, though, Anna. <laughs> she was laying on her back. Ball was at her feet. That's the natural thing to do is grab it to secure it with your feet. But that's, that's kicking the ball or using your feet. So, All right. Springville will have the ball, leading 9-7 to seven with a minute 24 in the first. Number 24 will bring it down for Springville. They are getting a lot of girls playing time. That's Roberts. Roberts over to Talton. Talton, left corner, I mean, left corner Roberts. Roberts tried to throw it inside and she throws it away. Turnover. Here comes Fort Payne. Craig with the ball, top of the arc. Goes left corner to Craig. Up to uh, Gray for three. Good! Brylan Gray zips it. Nothing but net from Brylan Gray. Fort Payne takes the lead for the first time this period. They lead 10 to 9. 54 seconds to go. Allison has it left corner. She's trapped, looking for help. Fort Payne's got her there. Throws across, throws away. Craig with the steal. Here comes Craig, no number. She goes right side to her sister, the other Craig, and shorts it. Aiken's there to fight for the rim, puts it up, and she misses. Wow, two point-blank looks, and the ladies just couldn't get it to go over. All right, I got to get my Craigs right. 24, Zoe. that is Zoe Craig in the green. If I understand it right, isn't it Zoe the eldest? I think, I think Zoe's the eldest. Anyway, okay. two Craig, there's two Craig sisters in the game. Brylan Gray, though, has the ball at the free throw line with 30 seconds left. She'll back it out. Springville and man-to-man. -man. She throws it down low to Chadwick. Chadwick outside to Zoe. Craig inside to Gray. Gray in the lane. Gray spins, turns, and no good. Rebound Springville. 16 seconds to go. Talton. I mean, Allison ahead to number 24, Roberts. Roberts takes the hole, misses Chadwick with the ball. Eight seconds to go, here's Chadwick, but she lost the ball. Turnover for Payne. Allison with the ball on the left wing. Three seconds to go, takes it all the way to the free throw line and puts it up and in, I mean, to the lane and puts it up and in. So at the end of one period of play, Springville takes back the lead. They lead 11 to 10. We'll take a one-minute timeout and bring you back here with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties.
All right, we're back here in Fort Payne where your Lady Wildcats trail the Lady Tigers from Springville. 11 to 10, and Akins has the ball for her, and she gets for Fort Payne, and she gets tied, tied up for a jump ball. And that will be a turnover as the golden arrow pointed toward Springville. Akins just kind of dribbled that into a bunch of hands. So Springville looks like they have their starting five back. They did a lot of substituting. Number 55 was not awake, and they throw it away. Akins with the steal. Akins has the ball, dribbling it to the lane, has it knocked out of her hands before Payne ball. Number 55, Bullington, was on the left wing for Springville, and she was talking to her teammates, and the point guard bowed and threw it to her, and she didn't even look, and it bounced off her body in Fort Payne with the steal. Gray will be throwing it in. She gets it into the right corner to Akins. Akins will bring it up to the right wing, and she'll go inside to Chadwick, cutting. Chadwick turns and shoots too hard over the rim. Chadwick tries to save it, but she cannot. It'll be Springville ball. Fort Payne's got some good looks, and I, I'm sitting here watching the game, and to me, we should be blowing them out um, we're just not hitting the basket yeah not hitting the basket just seem kind of lethargic at the moment Allison has the ball from Springville throws it down low to Bird Chadwick with the steal another turnover ahead to Gray Gray down low to Cash Cash running the floor strong and lays it in nice play by Gray to Cash Fort Payne takes the lead again 12-11 so we get started here in the second period bound with the ball for Springville on the right wing up top to Allison Fort Payne in the 2-3 zone. Bullington has it in the left corner. Bullington gets around Akins, throws it up top to Bowden. Bowden right wing to Allison. Looking inside, try to hit Bullington. She needs some help. She throws it out there for number 22. That's Chancellor. She had to run it down. Chancellor right wing to Allison. Allison right corner to Bullington. Kind of seems that out of place place for Bullington. As she's as tall as she is, she should be down low. But she tried to dribble around Chadwick and uh, bounce the ball off Chadwick's foot out of bounds. So it'll be Springville ball on their baseline with 6.39 to play, 12-11 lead for Fort Payne. Bowden will check in. I mean, Bowden will throw it in, she'll get to Bullington. Bullington drives against Redden. Redden blocks it a little bit, cash rebounds. Here comes Chadwick, no numbers. Chadwick will pull up. Chadwick left wing to Cash. Cash drives down the baseline, hands it off to Redden, and Redden was standing on the ba baseline when she got caught that ball, so it'll be a turnover. Fort Payne. 6.27 to go. Fort Payne leads 12 to 11, which just seems like it shouldn't be this close. But Bowden with the ball for Springville. Over to number three, Talton. Talton back to Chancellor. Chancellor top of the arc. She goes a right wing to Bulletin. Bulletin inside to Bird. Bird up and over, Redden and in. Springville takes the lead back. 13 12 lead. Six minutes to play in the half. Chadwick has the ball on the right wing. Chadwick takes it to the block, has to throw it out to Akins, all the way left side to Gray. Gray with the ball. Goes to the cash left corner for three, too long. Bullington rebounds. I mean, I'm sorry, not Bullington. Chancellor rebounds for Springville. Here comes Bowden over to the left side to Talton. Talton for a long three. Off the back of the iron, no good. Bullington rebounds. Bullington puts it up, and Redden's going to get fouled for hacking her in the face. <laughs> She, she didn't miss, she, did, she didn't get the ball. She got her face on that one. <laughs> Libby went to block the ball, but unfortunately she missed the ball and hit her face. Hit her face. There's nothing like getting the old knuckle to the nose. Or the ball, or getting a basketball to your nose and make you tear yeah, up in a hurry. Mm. All right, Bullington at the line shooting two. First one's in. 540 to play here in the half. They now lead, uh, they as Springville now leads 14 to 12 over Fort Payne. This is senior night, last home game of the year of the regular season for Fort Payne. They will do a regional tournament after this. 
And then if they make it to any further action or playoffs, they will have postseason after that. So season not quite over. Akins gets the ball from Gray, right wing. Akins drives lane, has the ball knocked out of her hands. But Spring, Springville touches it last. It'll be Fort Payne ball on their own baseline. Rowland Gray set to throw it in. She throws it long to Libby Redden, and not long enough as Bowden tips it out of bounds. So now Gray will come throw it in in front of the Springville bench. Now that'll be Akins. Akins to throw it in on the side. She throws the right corner to Chadwick. Chadwick back to Akins. Akins tried to throw it inside to Gray. Not a good pass, and Springville steals. And they're going to get Chadwick with the reach-in foul. That was, that was not a good pass. There was like three purple jerseys between her vision and Brylon Gray, and she tried to, I guess, sneak it in there. The Bowden will bring it down for Springville after turnover. Get to Bird. Bird back to Bowden on the right wing. Fort Payne still in the modified 1-3 or 3-2 zone. Chancellor drives baseline, tries to shoot the running jumper. It's blocked by Redden. It'll be Springville ball on their baseline. 5-13 play. They lead 14-12. Get it into Bird in the left corner. Bird up to Bowden. Bowden right side to Chancellor. Chancellor right quarter to Talton. Has her shot blocked by Chandler. Uh, Chadwick. Here comes Chadwick with the ball. Chadwick left wing. All the right wing to Akins. Akins back to Chadwick. Chadwick over to Gray left wing. Gray up to Chadwick. Chadwick one to three. Now she'll pull it down. Go to Cash on the right wing. Back up top to Akins. Akins between the circles. We'll set it back up. 4.48 to play in the half. Fort Payne trails by two. Cash with the ball now at the top. Hits, uh, tried to hit Brown and Gray cutting, threw it away. Another turnover, here comes Springville. Nope, and Gray takes away from Gray. Springville. Gray all the way to the hole, and the jump shot layup is good. Tie ball game, 14 all. Talton with the ball, gives it to Bowden, Bowden to Bird, Bird in down low to Bullington. Bullington puts it up against Chadwick, has her shot blocked. But she gets her own rebound, puts it up again, fouled by Chadwick. She'll go to the line to shoot two. That is, that is the Springville mismatch is Bullington on Chadwick. She's got, uh, she's got Avery by about three or four inches or five inches. Do I have her height on here? Let me see. Bullington. Oh, they don't give her height. I'd like to see if she's like 5'11". 5'10". Yeah, 5'10". Yeah, yeah. or 5'11". Well, I know Redden is 5'10", and she seems to be like maybe an inch taller. A little taller than, taller than Libby. Yeah. yeah. She's tall. Makes her first free throw good, and her second's off the back of the iron no good, and Brown and Gray rebounds. Here comes Akins. Akins ahead to Chadwick. Chadwick all the way to the hole, and has it blocked. No foul called. Wow, that looked like a foul. She got a lot of body in that block, but they didn't call it. So four paint ball on their baseline. And in that instance, with her coming to you, Miss Holly, Chadwick had a teammate on the other side and, and she, didn't, could she could have passed it to yeah gray left wing for three no good fight for the rebound by wells couldn't get it springville gets it here comes springville leading 15 to 14. bowden with the ball guarded by akins throws it up top to talton talton right side of bullington bullington drives the lane short jumper no good bird screening out the four pain defender she gets the rebound but chadwick gets down the missed shot here comes chadwick chadwick down the middle lane fakes the pass and couldn't get it in springville rebounds they call that in college basketball, you hear the term a lot, finishing. You gotta finish at the goal. Our girls are doing a, not a good job of finishing tonight. They're getting in, getting in good shots, they're just not finishing. Fort Payne with the steal though. 
Zimmy Craig in the game. Zimmy Craig in the game. Left wing to Gray. Gray fakes the three. Drives lane. Kicks out to Chadwick for three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Ball on four. Gray gets it. Gets it out to no. Couldn't get it out to Zimmery. Turnover. Here comes uh, Springle. Bowden with the ball. Gives it off to Bird. Bird loses it for a second on the floor. And she throws it right between Chancellor's legs. Out of bounds. It'll be four paint ball. Another turnover. So, so far in the first half of play, Springville has 12 turnovers to Fort Payne's eight. But Fort Payne trails by one with three minutes to go in the half, which has been a just a weird game. It just seems like we should be way ahead, but we're not finishing. We're getting great shots at basket. We're just not getting it in the basket. And Wells throws it away. Turnover. Here comes Springville. Springville throws it away. Aikens with the steal. Here comes Aikens down the right side. Aikens pulls up. She'll bring it back and let everybody get down. She goes middle to Craig. Craig, left wing to Chadwick. Surprised Craig didn't uh, pull that three. Right wing to Wells. Wells up top to Aikens. Over to Craig. Craig's going to shoot the three this time, and no good. Rebound by Bird. Nice screen out on Gray. Here comes Springville. That's number five, Allison, with the ball. She gives it up top to Bowden. Bowden on the right wing. All the way over to Taunton for three. She's been looking for that one and misses. Gray rebounds. 2.13 to play, still 15 to 14. Springville. Chadwick with the ball. Chadwick in the middle of the court and just loses it everywhere. Just cannot get a hold of it. That's a Springville ball. Woo! He missed that one. <laughs> We're sitting here right here by it. That was off Chadwick, and they said it was off Springville. We'll take it. No, home court cooking. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't say it was home court cooking. He I don't, just th didn't I don't see think it. he just didn't see it. <laughs> Wells has it, though, for Fort Payne. Up top to Craig. Craig right corner to her sister, Craig. Craig needs some help. Throws it right wing to Zimmery Craig. Craig left corner to Aikens. Aikens up top to Wells for three. Short. Rebounds taken by Bowden from Springville. They lead 15 to 14 with a minute 40 to go. Ahead to Talton. Talton tried to throw inside to Bullington. Knocked out of bounds by Gray. There'll be Springville ball under their basket. Bullington and Bird, a little bit of a handful for the Lady Wildcats as they are two big and tall ladies. Talking to throw it in. Dutch tries to go down low to Bird, and it's a tie, but they're going to say jump ball, which that'll be Fort Payne. So that's a turnover on Springville. Nice job as Bird had fairly good position, but the Lady Wildcats were able to reach in and tie her up. Minute 35 to play. They, Springville leads 15-14. Wells with the ball. I'm sorry, Craig with the ball. Gives it back to her sister, Zimri. Zimri all the way to Aikens. Aikens tried to throw it down low. Couldn't off the foot of a Springville player. Out to Wells for three. No good. And they're going to fight for the rebound. They're going to say a foul on Anna Aikens. So it'll be Springville ball. That's four team fouls for Fort Payne. So the next team foul will put uh, Springville at the free throw line. So far, Springville has not committed a foul. This period, they lead 15 to 14 over Fort Payne. Fort Payne now picking up full court. Bullington has it. Well, and uh, Springville throws away. Wagner with the steal. Here comes oh. Fort Payne ahead to Wells, and Fort Payne throws it away. Don't know what. Don't know how to describe it for you folks. Just a, a turnover fest. As Springville has 15 and Fort Payne 10 here in the first period, first half of play. One minute to go here till the half. Springville leads 15-14. Fort Payne now in a full-court pressure. Evett, the senior, with the steal. Here comes Emma Evett. Emma Evett ahead to Wells. Wells has her shot blocked. Chancellor rebounds for Springville. Here comes the Springville Tigers. 
Chancellor Wow got whacked by Wagner. She'll go to the line and shoot two. Jaira couldn't stop her body and just kind of ran over. Well, I say ran over, ran into. It wasn't an over. So Springville leading by one, 15 to 14, with 51.6 seconds to play in the half. Coach Sparks has all the starters out at the moment. Wagner, Craig, Craig, Evett, and Wells are in the game for Fort Payne as Chancellor hits her first one. Allison comes back in for, she comes in for Talton for Springville. Chancellor's second shot. This one's up and no good. As they run down, Chancellor gets her own rebound as we couldn't block her out. So with 48 seconds left, Chancellor has them all left wing. Fakes, drives inside and gives it out, kicks out to Bullington. Bullington, short jumper, nothing but air. Zimmer Craig rebounds. 16-14. Emma Evett, Evett now has it on the right wing. Evett back to Craig. Whew, almost threw that one away. Over to her sister Craig in the left corner. And she almost throws it away. Zimmery runs down the runs down the Eric pass. Inside, outside to Wells. Wells throws it up to Evett. Right wing, 24 seconds to play. Evett picks up her dribble and throws it away. Well, not throw it away yet. Wells gets it. Wow, we are not taking care of the ball. Wells loses the ball, scoops it out to Craig. Craig to her sister, Craig in the corner. Craig across to Evett, and she does throw it away. That had, let's just say that was not a productive series. I mean, there was not an own an own money pass during that whole that whole series. I'm not sure what we're doing. I don't know if we're trying to operate too fast. The girls need to slow down, make crisp passes instead of slinging it. As we we didn't throw it to a, a, a teammate that didn't have to work for it not one time. And guess what? As soon as I talk, Springwell does the same thing and they throw it away. So nobody wants the ball. <laughs> So nobody wants the ball this half. So we got five seconds left. Let's see if we can get off a shot. Uh, and I would leave it to Zimri. Zimri's your ball handler. See if Zimri can drive down and, and get some kind of running jumper here. 16-14 lead. Five seconds, four seconds. Here's Zimri with the ball. Three seconds, two seconds. Zimri gets it over to her sister and knocked out of her hands. So no shot. All right, that'll end the half. Fort Payne trails by two, 16-14. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball after this. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like now. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, 
we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Waiting on the cat, Miss Holly. I was waiting on the cat. A little cat scream. We're back in Fort Payne. Uh, sometimes Miss Holly wants me to wait on the cat, and sometimes she does not. As we want the cat to growl. There it is. There we go. There's our cat. I'm joined in the house by the football specialist. I'm saying football specialist, Brian Northcutt. My color man in football and my home color man in basketball, Brian. Your occasional seen, color man in basketball. Have you seen any of this game or just I, get know, here? I watched a little bit of it uh, sitting up here with David Smith up in the, uh, well, the, high, the cheap seats up here. And so, uh, well, let me let me catch up before you start talking so you can address this. <laughs> Turnovers first half, Brian. Fort Payne had 11. Springville Ooh. had 17. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the score is 16 to 14 in uh, shooting. There's a lot of zeros on here. Avery Chadwick is 0 for 4 from wow. twos and 0 for 3 from her threes. Uh, a lot of, I'm just, there's just a lot of offers. I don't want to pick on Avery. A lot of the girls, the only one that's really hot would be Jira Ragnar. She made one shot. <laughs> but our scores are uh, Carly Cash with four, Anna Kate with three, Brylin Gray with three, and Jira Ragnar with two. Other than that, that's all the scoring that's been, Brian. Yeah, it seems like just watching what I've seen, a lot of defense, and, and, and the defense hadn't been bad. Um, and it seems like that's just create. I don't know if it's creating the turnovers or just lazy passes. A lot of, uh, seen a lot of cross court, a lot of throwing it all the way across the court or, or kind of needless passes versus crisp short passes, um, trying to run the offense the, the way Coach Sparks wants to. Of course, Springfield's coach is uh, getting pretty heated over here too as well. He gets uh, he gets a little bit animated, pretty entertaining to watch. But um, <laughs> very Coker like. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's a different it's a different you. kind of yelling, but it's a. Uh, well, Brian, I, I, was, I was telling Holly on one of those last few series, it seemed like as the girls were throwing the ball around, they did not once throw it to the other girl. They all had to work to go get it. It never was an on-target pass. It was a little yeah. bit to the left. It was at the ankles. It was over to the left shoulder. There was nothing on target. It was awful. Yeah, it seems like there's not a lot of, uh, of movement when you don't have the ball uh, to get in that open spot to receive the pass. And, um, and, and not the, not crisp pass, not on target, and not setting up. You know, the pass that, that feeds you a good shot, a good set shot to look at. And there's, of course, it doesn't, it doesn't help that they're not shooting really well either. So, uh, and Springfield's got a lot to do that. So you got a, a pretty aggressive uh, defensive play by both teams that have uh, contributed a little bit uh, to the turnover problem. But you still certainly don't want to see that many turnovers this late in the season. You should be able to run through your offensive sets a little bit more crisp than that. And one thing, uh, the listeners, you're probably used to hearing a lot of Brylin Gray this, Brylin Gray that. She is, yeah. she does have a defender night, and, and she does, I won't say struggles, but has a tougher time against a big body like herself. Sprinkle's yeah. got a big bodied girl like she does and is able to post her up. So Brylin doesn't have that necessarily that uh, strength to just take it to somebody, take it to somebody. She's got to 
choose how yeah. she does that. And, and that's a challenge. You've got to be able to, to adapt your game to what uh, what they're giving you. And, um, you know, that's one of the keys to being successful in basketball is if they decide, if an offense or a defense decides they're going to take away a certain aspect of your game, what else do you have in the, in the toolbox to pull out and, 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 and offer in order to, to create mismatches, to create turnovers, or to create points uh, when you're not used, when you're not getting into your traditional ways. And it looks tonight like it's going to have to it's going to have to be more on the guards because you have Bird who's matched up to Gray. They're both I would call them same size players. Mm -hmm. And then you have Libby Redden who's typically if if somebody's handling Brylin, she's the advantage because she's 5'10", but but uh, uh, Springle's got a got a 5'11 girl on her Bullington. Yeah. And so she's not as free as she used to. So you got you got now you got to rely on the Aikens, the Chadwicks, yeah. the Craigs to be productive. Yeah. What I what I've noticed just just using that old cliched eye test is you they look like similar teams. Both teams look very very much alike. And so which one of those which leads to a 16 to 14 game at halftime. So uh, what I guess that maybe maybe that's going to be the definition of good coaching is which of those coaches finds a kink in the armor and can create some points in this second half. So we'll see. Well, I think what, me watching the game from here after watching the girls all season, I told Holly several times during the half, it just seems like we should be way ahead of this team. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're a good team, and like Brian says, they look a lot like us, but it seems we're not taking as good a care of the ball as and if we did, we should be, we're not finishing. That was yeah. my big word. Well, you, get, you, you just said it earlier, it's uh, offers on all the on all the point sheets. Uh, if you're over and you're not able to make I mean, I've just sat here for a very brief time, and I'm seeing a lot of missed shots, a lot of missed threes, a lot of baskets that aren't a lot, going in. A lot, a lot of close misses. Yeah, and they're uncontested. I mean, they're not – they don't have people in the face. So they're, uh, they're, they're getting good looks, but somebody's got to start making some shots. And ultimately, that's going to be, you know, something – if you take any of those people and, and uh, any of those scores that Fort Payne traditionally uh, is relying on, you know, it, it, three three-pointers in the midst of all that and Fort Payne's, you know, up by eight – or up by seven instead of down by two at half. So yeah. they're just not hitting the three-pointers either. Yeah, we've had two threes, one by Anna Kate Aikens, who doesn't really shoot them. She shot one and made it, and the other one is uh, by Brylin Gray. She's one for four in that. But, you know, the, the three-point shooter is Craig, and I think I think she's kind of gone cold throughout the season, but I think if she's wide open, she needs to take it because yeah. she can hit those. Yeah. All right, folks, we got about two minutes to go. Uh, we'll turn it over to Captain. We'll take a minute timeout, and we'll come back and bring you back to the start of the second half between the, our Lady Wildcats and the Springville Lady Tigers. We'll be back after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We 
offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We got the cat and FPTV <laughs> timed up perfectly, Miss Holly. That's why we call her the captain, folks. <laughs> Runs the ship. <laughs> you need a captain's hat, Holly. You need one of those. All right, Brian, we told uh, we told everybody tonight, senior night, last uh, home regular game. Yeah. They didn't recognize the girls before the game, so we're figuring they're going to do those and the boys between yeah. games. I, I would imagine they'll do all of that yeah, tonight. So The Lady Wildcats with only two seniors, Emma Evett and Brylon Gray. Feels like... I don't think Anna Kate's not a senior. She's a junior. Is that right? She's a junior. Libby Redden's a junior, and I think Avery Chadwick's a junior, I believe. Okay, I thought I thought uh, Anna Kate. Was I did a too. It feels like her. She's been playing here forever <laughs> too. <laughs> her dad needs to get behind the uh, scores table now. I guess Larry Hancock's doing it now. All right, uh, Springville throws it in. They get the ball first here to start the second half with a 16-14 lead. Bowden with it, harassed by Aikens up near the FP. Aikens reaching in, almost grabbed it. Loose ball. Springville able to control it. Fort Payne seems to be a little more handsy right now. Right corner to Bird. Bird needing somebody to throw to. She'll give it off to Chancellor. Chancellor running jumper. No good. Short, but Bird gets the rebound. She misses. And mm. Bullington on the other side gets the loose ball and puts it back in. Yeah, she's tall. So here comes Fort Payne with the ball. They trap Chadwick on the right side. But Chadwick was able to get to Aikens. And... Number five, Allison Trips Akins. Yeah, I think Anna Kate did a great job there, kind of drawing that a, a little bit, but it was a foul. But All right, Fort Payne with the ball after that foul. Remember, the fouls start over each period, so you get five fouls and you start shooting free throws. Inside to Redden, Redden in the lane, Redden turns, kicks it out to Gray. Gray mm. almost throws away, but Aikens able to get it. Aikens drives lane, running jumper, mm. no good off the front of the iron. Ball's kicked around, out on Springer. So Anna Aikens will be set to throw it in on their Fort Payne baseline. She'll get it into Brylin Gray, up top to Redden. Redden left side to Cash, looking around. She gets the Gray free throw line. Gray short jumper, back of yeah. the iron, no good, gets her own rebound. That's a mismatch. She's got to make, there you go. And Gray took it right to Chancellor. Yeah. She had the mismatch there on the rebound and was able to get her own rebound and go up, score the basket. 18-16 lead for the Springville Tigers. Springville with the ball, right corner. Chancellor has it. Cross court pass to Bullington. Bullington drives lane against Gray, kicks it out to Chancellor. She can't hold the ball. Turnover. Yeah, good job, Fort Payne, just disrupting the dribble. And uh, Springville bringing in another tall, tall girl. They've got a lot of them. Sure is. There. That is number 15. That is, did you hear the name? Bird. He said 14. That's 15. I do have a 14. Yeah, but it is 15 in the game. Fouled on the on red and there. I think that's going. I see. I think that's going to be Coley or Vaughn. 15 is. Yeah. See, I have two 15s. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, that doesn't help out. Oh, okay. So after we narrow it down, Vaughn is in the game. She's another probably six footer. Springville throwing out the large girls. Mm. Fort Payne with the ball, trailing 18-16. They've trailed most of the game. Had to lead a couple times, but quickly taken back by Springville. Inside pass to Gray. Gray slides in and lays it up. A good move by Brylon there. 
kind of almost faked a pass to the perimeter and then came down low, wide open layup. Ties the ball game up, 18-18. Chancellor with ball right corner. She's trapped by Fort Payne. Chancellor dribbling right in the corner, goes baseline, kicks it out, red and steals. Here comes Avery, here comes Anna Akins. She'll pull up at the right wing, right wing, looking for help, get to Redden. Back to Akins, cutting inside, and she shoots the layup and fouled by the big tall girl, 15 Vaughn. She'll go to the line to shoot two, yeah, Brian. Yeah, that's two fouls within a minute of Vaughn coming in. Yep, he did say Vaughn. Tell you what, Springville has a large roster, and they are playing them all. Yeah, they do. And Akins hits her first. More substitutions for the Lady Tigers. Talton comes in, and number 21, Tate, comes in. Akins free throw, good. Hits them both. Fort Payne takes a lead, 20 to 18, with 5.51 to play in the third. Fort Payne in the, uh, where do they play, a man-to-man? Nope, 2-3 zone, kind of an extended 2-3 zone. Steal by Fort Payne, though. Yeah. Akins with the ball, right wing, gives it to Redden. Redden wasn't Redden, wasn't ready. She kicked it back out to Akins. Akins left to Chadwick, back to Akins' right wing. Ch down to Redden, short jumper, no good. Great with the rebound, rebound and put back. Nice rebound, Brylin there. Staying active inside. Springville takes a timeout. And they'll take a timeout as Fort Payne has a four-point lead, 22-18. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. All right, we're back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. It's the last night of regular season play for the Wildcats. Your Lady Wildcats are hosting the Springville Lady Tigers. They lead here at 523 to go into third period, 22 to 18. Brian, what you like so far? Yeah, I think Fort Payne has really cleaned up a lot of their problems. Springville, not so much. Fort Payne playing a really aggressive, extended defense out, out to the perimeter, not even letting Springville get down to the, uh, to the arc. Uh, to get any three-point looks, Fort Payne uh, is sliding and shifting that defense very well right now so far. And then Brylin Gray really is kind of taking it, taking over this first minute and a half, two and a half minutes of the of the third period. They get it down low to number 21. That was Tate. She missed the shot. Fort Payne rebounds. Here comes Gray. Gray to the lane. A little nope. late on that pass. She yeah. tried to get to Aikens, knocked out of bounds by Springwood. I think she was fumbling that one. I don't think she wasn't able to get at a good bounce pass to Anna Cave. So it'll be Fort Payne ball after it was knocked out of bounds by Springville on their baseline. Five minutes to play here in the third. 22-18. Number 22, Chancellor will check in now for Talton. That's Talton. Talton, is that an N in the middle? No, an L. Talton. Oh, really? Talton. Mm -hmm. Gray throws it way back to Redden. Redden gives it to Aikens at the top of the arc. Aikens inside to Gray. Look. Gray oh. puts the ball on the floor, throws it out to Cash. Cash back to Gray. Gray against Bullington, kicks out to Chadwick. She feels, she feels Bullington on her hip. Inside to Redden. Redden, oh, try to hit Man. a cutting gray, and it's going to be out on oh, Springville. I thought that was out on Fort Payne there. 
It, it is home for a reason, folks. <laughs> he missed one over here, I know, and yeah. He, but he just went in position, but it was clearly out on Fort Payne. Anyway, Avery uh, Anna Aikens throws it into Gray. Gray with the scoop layup, but she he, she is fouled by Bullington. She'll go to line to shoot two. Man, all of a sudden I had to stay a lot of she's there for a second, and I was tongue-tied. <laughs> uh, it seems like Springles um, defensively is really attempting to try to cut off the pass lanes and um, and anticipate. You'll notice they'll try to they're anticipating passing lanes and trying to intercept a lot on defense. Gray hits both free throws, 24-18. Now a six-point lead. That's the biggest lead of the game for either team. Yeah. 449 to play. Four paying four for four in the last free last four free throws. That's real big. Going to serve them well later on in this game. 440 to play in the third period. They also uh, Springville also has four fouls. So any fouls from here on out by Springville put Fort Payne at the line. Bowden with the ball. Gives it the right corner to Tate. Tate inside to Bullington. Bullington trying to make a move on red and turns, shoots, yeah. and makes it. Good offensive set there. Fort Payne extending out, really not giving uh, Springville any opportunity to try to get a three-point shot off. Fort Payne with another turnover. Aikens tried to go along the right sideline to Chadwick, and just a little too much of an outside pass. Chadwick couldn't control it. Out of bounds. It'll be Springville ball. Bowden will bring it down. She'll hand it off to number three, Talton. Talton back to Bowden. Bowden right corner to Tate. Tate now trapped. She'll dribble out of it. Up top to Talton, left side to Chancellor. Chancellor, back to Talton, right wing. She loves to shoot the three, and it's short. And Bullington, Tom mm -hmm. Bullington gets the rebound and puts it back in. Yeah, that's that's tough right there. You're going to put a body there. She's really taking advantage down low. 24-22 lead. Another lazy pass. A little lazy pass, and it's going to be out of going to be a turnover. As Aikens, she'll just let it go. I'm not sure why she tried to save it. I think she thought that Springville was going to try to grab it, so she was going to cut him off to try to get it herself. All right, so turnover for Payne. Springville has the ball under their goal. They give it to Bullington in the middle. She makes a move around Chadwick, puts it up, no wow. good. Gray fought for the rebound, loses it. Tate gets it for Springville and puts it in. Tie ball game. Just like that, Chris, just like that. Just like that. Aikens ahead to Chadwick. Chadwick, drive, Chadwick driving it down the middle of the lane. Left corner to Cash. Oh. Cash, no foul called, and she throws it away to uh, Bowden. Wow, how was there not a foul called yeah. on that? <laughs> a little bit of a push. Chancellor right wing for three, no good. Redden's going to let it go out of bounds. In the game now for Fort Payne, two Craig sisters, Zimri and Zoe. Let's see if we can heat them up a little bit here. Out, Cash and Redden will come out of the game. Springville in a 2-2-1 full court press. Yeah, they're pressing off. Gray, mm. all the way across court, That's throws it away to Bullington. Bullington with the steal. Throws it inside to number two. Bowden, she shoots a running layup, no good. Gray rebounds. Ahead to Zimmer Craig. Craig ahead to her sister Zoe. Zoe running layup, and Bowden. Oh, wow. Bullington took a swipe at her, but she laid it in. Yeah, nice shot, nice layup. That's a really tough, tough angle there. 26-24 lead for Fort Payne. Chancellor has the ball left corner, dribbles it in a little shorter. Mm. Misses, 21 take, gets the rebound out of all the Fort Payne ladies looking at it, and she'll go to the line to shoot two after the foul. 26-24 lead for Fort Payne with 2.52 to play in the third period. Jara, Rag Jara Wagner is set to check in for Fort Payne. Is that call on Anna Kate? I believe, I believe so. That's her, that's her second foul. 
Gray will come out. Wagner will come in. She hit, hits her first free throw. Tate. Second attempt is good. Hits them both. Tie ball game again, 26 all. Wagner gets it into Akins. Akins across to Chadwick. Chadwick back to Akins. Akins running across midcourt. Ahead to Zoe Craig and Bullington ties her up and knocks her down. There'll be a foul, so Zoe gets to go to the line to shoot two. Are we already there? Yeah, that's 15 yep, fouls. That's five fouls. We got 247 to play. Bullington would. Yeah, get her out of the game. We can go down low a little bit. Yeah, Bullington. Well, you put, they no, put they in Bird. <laughs> Bullington checks out and Bird comes in. She's kind of the, she's the size of uh, Brylin, maybe a little bigger than Brylin. Tell you what, though, if you haven't seen Brylin Gray play at her, I'm not, she's not huge, but at her size, she moves the ball very well, dribbles mm -hmm. very well, mm -hmm. spins very well, very athletic. And she misses them both. Oh, good but rebound. Wagner runs the rebound down. Craig, Come zipper on. Craig for three, no ah. good. Right for the rebound, and uh, Tate gets it for Springville. Here comes Bowden. Bowden ahead to Talton. Talton on the left wing, back to Bowden. Bowden kicks it out to Chancellor. I thought that was a travel. Out to Talton for three. Boy, she loves to shoot that three. And they're going to get Bird over the back, Brian. Yep. Good position. Carly Cash did a great job there blocking out and drew the foul. Wait, no, that ain't Carly. She's not in there. I don't know who that was. Let's see who goes to the line. Here's Anna Kate. Yeah. That's going to put Anna Kate Aikens at the line. Well, I was just noticing their Nike shoes, Brian. That Nike swoosh is big. <laughs> you think? I mean, it's all over the sole and the side. I mean, I'm Who, whose out. shoe is that? Who is that? I don't know. That's a big old Nike swoosh. Anna Kate hits her first one. Second one, up and good. Hits them both. 28-26 lead. 2.27 to go in the third. Bowden will bring it down for Springville on the right side. Four Payne in a, I think, I think a 2-2-1 zone. Two, three. I think it's a modified 2-3. I really can't tell. Yeah, they're getting double teams, most every perimeter player out there. They get inside the bird. Bird shoots up and over and in. Time ball game again. Zimmer Craig with the ball. Dribbling ahead. Mm. She throws ahead to Anna Aikens high, and Aikens able to get it. Left corner to Zoe Craig for three. No good. And we've got to hit some of those. Bird rebounds for Springville. Throws it to Chancellor. Chancellor didn't know it was coming to her. Taunton was able to get the rebound. They throw it back to Bird. They could press her. He might get 10 seconds, but nobody's pressing. Inside the bird to the free throw line. She turns and shoots and makes wow. it. Wow. Springville regains the lead. I wonder That's how long Coach right Marks there. is going to leave the starters out. Most of them. 30 to 28. Head to Zimri Craig. Zimri to Zoe Craig. Zoe, short jumper. No good. Bowden runs down the rebound for Springville. Bird with the ball. Bird lose it for a second. Back to Bowden. Minute 23 to play in the third. 30-28 lead for Springville. Talton for the three. Back of the iron, no good. Chadwick rebounds. Chadwick. He's a slow down. Doesn't yeah. have the numbers. Gets ahead to Zimmery Craig. Zimmery in the lane. Zimmery scoop. Wow. Layup and good in. Take. <laughs> nice take. Tie ball game. 30 all with a minute left to go in the third. Talton for Springwell. Has the ball on the left wing. Throws it back to Bowden between the circles. Bowden looking inside. Has to go right side to Chancellor. Chancellor runs, dribbles in a little bit. Short jumper. Air ball. Akins gets the rebound. Saves it into Chadwick. Chadwick turns. Ahead to Zimri Craig. Zimri Craig rolls back toward the middle. Ahead to her sister Zoe. Zoe back to Zimri. Zimri fakes the three. Drives lane. Zimri another scoop. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I think that's the way she shoots layups. I have not seen her shoot a normal Traditional layup. Traditional layup. She does. She does a scooping layup. Yeah. 
I thought it was just a thing at one time, but I think she shoots all her layups scooping. <laughs> I got to get used to that. Anyway, Fort Payne ball. Wagner gets it into Aikens on the left wing. Aikens up top to Zoe Craig. Right wing to Chadwick. Chadwick fakes the three, drives against Chancellor. Puts it up. Mm. Too hard. It was a good move by Allie. And they trapped Tate down at the baseline, but they're going to get a foul on Fort Payne. 29 seconds to go in the third period. Todd ball game, 30 all. In the game now for Springville is Taru. Taru ahead to Chancellor. Oh, Chancellor yeah. is fouled by Wagner over on the left wing. Two fouls on Wagner in the last 10 seconds. And Jaira, Jaira seems, seems to be a foul magnet sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Springville with the ball. Taru set to throw it in. Uh, Brown Gray was Brown Gray does check in. She'll come in for Avery Chadwick. Taru looking for somebody to give it to. Throws it in to Bird. Bird has the ball knocked out of her hands by steal. Gray. Gray still saves it to Wagner. Wagner back to Gray. Here comes Gray. Gray all the way outside to Zimmy Craig. Craig, left uh, corner. Oh, mm. oh. Good idea, oh, just a little, little hot. Uh, well, it was a good idea, but Wagner thought it was to her and touched the ball and out of bounds on four pain. Uh, so Spring will have the ball with 13.7 to play in the period. Talton will check in for Taru. Talton gets it in to Allison. Allison with the ball, working against Cash. Behind the back dribble, crosses midcourt. Seven seconds to go. And Zoe Craig with the steal. Four seconds to go. Zoe Craig all the way to the hole. Yeah. Misses the layup. Cash rebounds. Cash with .6. Doesn't see the clock. And it runs out. So at the end of the third, three quarters of play. Fort Payne and Springville tied at 30-30. to We'll take a one-minute timeout and be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball after this. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. here in Fort Payne, Alabama, us and FPTV. Steve's here with us. He's the captain for the FPTV people that are here. If you can't uh, hear us on WZOB in the car, if you got to step back out, put us on your FPTV app on your phone or device, and you can see the, all the action on FPTV. Fort Payne with the ball. Tie ball game it. Charlie Cash for three. Mm. Goes top of the board. Dead ball, so it'll be Springville ball. I tell you what, I, I'm not sure why we can't find the three-point yeah, shot. Yeah, it's tough, boy. I think you'd find, you'd hit one or two. Allen with the ball, throws it right side of the number five, Talton for three. That's not Talton, that's number five, Allison. She went 10 for three, no good. Bird runs it down in the left corner. 
trying to think, see who that is. Bullington has the ball. She's trapped. Fort Payne reaching in, and they're going to get a nope. timeout. Springfield's going to call a timeout to save the turnover. We'll take a 30-second with them. 30-30 tie ball game. This is Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Right back at the cat as we're here to start some more fourth period action. Bowden with the ball, takes it up against Gray. She blocks the shot. Here comes Fort Payne, tie ball game. As we get started here in the fourth, Gray coast to coast. Run jumper, no mm. good. <clears throat> and they're going to get a blocking foul on Springville. Mm. So that's going to put Brown and Gray at the free throw line for the first time tonight, Brian. Yeah, I, I was. <clears throat> Brylan just, you could see when she hit the half court line that she was going to the basket. And uh, good for her. It seems she would go to the free throw line. <laughs> yeah. Brian, yeah, I, I think I'd have to. Of course, I think Coach Sparks does a good job of putting running his offense through Brylan Gray, and uh, rightly so. Both, both free throws good. Fort Payne with the lead now, 32 to 30 in the last period of play, 7.14 to go. Bowden will bring it down. Back to Bowden. Bowden right wing to Bullington. Bullington all the way across court. I got to figure out who's number three, Talton. That's what I thought. Talton over to Allison. Allison tried to get it to Bowden, and Redden tips out of bounds. It'll be Springville ball. Fort Payne doing a great job defensively in this third period and into the fourth. Chancellor will come in for Allison. Allison will step out for Springville. Bowden picked up by Akins. Fort Payne, and actually Fort Payne's in a 1-3-1 zone. I can see it now. Chancellor drives lane, has her shot blocked by Gray. Gray tips Good it problem. to herself. Here yeah. comes Fort Payne. High dribble by Chadwick. Back over to Gray. Gray, top of the arc. Gray kicks out to Akins. Akins up to Chadwick. Open three. Come on, Allie. No <clears throat> good. Avery. Let's say Adelson. What did I say? Allie's her sister. Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I get them confused. That was Brian, not me. That's no, sorry, that's me. Bird, wow, Bird's Bird good on those mid range. With a floating jumper, good. Yeah. Tie ball game, 32 all. Aikens ahead to Chadwick on the left wing. Mm -mm. Oh, Chadwick Ooh. just went both up and then just threw it away. Bowden with the steal, Chadwick with the foul. I, I'm not sure what was going through Avery's mind. Yeah. I thought she got back court. She came across, she yeah. come across midcourt, then went back and just threw it right to the, the purple jersey of Springville. So two Bowden will go line to shoot two after the foul. No good. We'll take that all day. Tie ball game, 6-17 to play. I'm like you, Brian. I think the offense should run through Brylin. Because I yeah. think she could set I think she could set up some three-pointers as well. She hits her second free throw, so it's now a 33-32 lead for Springville. Aikens has the ball on the right wing. Aikens inside the red and red and jumper from the free throw line. Rolls there over the front of the rim and in. That's very similar to what Bird's doing down here for Springville. Redden doing it for four pain. 
lead change. Fort Payne leading 34-33. Low pass to Bullington in the right corner. Trapped by our short girls. They <laughs> mm. had Bullington like yeah. a head taller than the two girls. Yeah. Gulliver's Travel is going on there. Cash fouls are on the pass. Two team fouls this period for Fort Payne, one for Springville. Chancellor with the ball now between the circles. Right wing to Taunton for three. She will shoot the three every yeah. time. I think fortunately, she's yeah, fortunately, Springville's not hitting shooting them. the ball as well either. Almost a, almost a throw away by Fort Payne. Well, Taunton hit one of her first two. I think one. Of, I think her first two shots, she hit one of them. She hadn't hit one since. Yeah. Which is good for us. Yeah, and if I'm Springville by, con, by, by the uh, other side of that with Brylon Gray, I'd, I'd, I'd feed Bird down there on that mid-range and let her just shoot it all day. Cash with the ball. They got Bullington now out, out in the zone. She's out ahead. Inside to Gray. Go. Gray works oh, good to Bird. Inside pass to Redden. Redden now nice. down the bear pass and puts it in. Good work there by Brylon and, and Redden. That was real good work. Fort Payne with a three-point lead, 36-33. Bowden drives lane, kicks it left corner. Chancellor for three. Good. Yeah, Ties yeah. it right back up. Yeah, we need four Payne shooters to get a little bit of that, too. Gray to Aikens. Aikens back to Gray. There she goes. Gray over to Redden. Redden in the in the lane. Jumper, good. That's dead eye right there. That is that is Redden's wheelhouse, Brian. Yeah, it's right around that lane. I shoot it every time you get it. Bowden dribbles around, kicks it out to Talton. Talton up top to Bullington. They pulled Bullington out this half. Yeah, I, would, I don't know why she's out on the perimeter. She doesn't need to be playing out there. Throw it inside to Bird. Bird, ball down low, kicks it back out to Talton. Left wing to Chancellor. Chancellor fakes the three to Bowden. Bowden inside to Bullington, yeah. guarded yeah. by Gray. Mm. That was a weak call right there. They will call on Brylon Gray. Brylon didn't move. Yeah. So that's three team fouls now for Fort Payne. Bub put Bullington at the line, shooting two on the shooting foul. 4-4-44, to play. I'm sure Coach Sparks wanted an explanation of what that was. <laughs> he gave him one. It was a real quick one. The official gave him some explanation. Bullington hits her first. Well, it looked like Brown, Brown was just standing there. Yeah. And she Bullington turned and shot, and they called a foul. But we're way over here. That was on the other side of the court. Bullington second free throw off the back of the iron. Sky for the rebound and jump ball, which should be, and it'll be Springle ball. So Bullington goes one for two. Fort Payne leads 38-37 with 4.41 to play. In what has been a tight ball game, Fort Payne is led by six. Springville at the most is led by two or three. Springville with the ball. They got in the left corner. Kicked up top to Bullington. Almost stole by Red, and it is stolen by Red. Yeah, good job, Libby, getting, getting her hands in. She's cutting those passing lanes off several times. Gray takes the ball. She'll hand it off to Aikens. She'll come back up and move over to the left. Up top between the circles to Chadwick. 3-2 zone for, for Springville. Gray has it right corner for three. No. Short air ball. Chadwick has it, comes on her fingers. Redden runs it down. Redden needs to grab it. She does. Left corner to Cash. Cash drives lane against the trees. Oh. Misses it. Gets right. her own rebound on the other side. Ball hits the floor. That's a jump ball. It is. It'll be four paint balls. Nice hard work by Cash. Yeah. Looked like it didn't touch rim, so she can't touch that ball if it goes back over and she's the first one to touch it, can she? I don't know. It didn't touch the rim. I think it went right over the, the, the inside part. That's the part. I don't know the rules. Gray right corner, Aikens. Aikens sets up for a three. Good. There we go. Anna Aikens looks up the three-pointers. Four-point lead, 41-37. Bowden with the ball. 
Left side the Chancellor. Chancellor to Burlington. She wow. loses it. Four paint ball. Wow, wow. Just gave that one back. Yep, you're gonna like that. We'll take that one. I keep wanting to call her Burlington, like Burlington Coat Factor Factory. But it's Burlington. All right, Spring will call a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. Fort Payne now leading 41-37. This is We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Back here in Fort Payne, where your Lady Wildcats lead the Lady Tigers of Springville, 41-37. Brian, how have we got to this point? Well, Fort Payne finally uh, figuring out a little bit of their offense. Fort Payne extending that perimeter defense and really cutting uh, Springville off, limiting uh, really good clean shots for Springville. And, um, you know, still a little bit of a... Not, not tall enough to get down there and play that with tall trees. Over to Bullington, top of the arc. Bullington to Towton for three, or Talton misses it. Bullington gets her own rebound, backs up. Ah. Easy layup. Yeah. Ryland got out of position. There was no help on the other side. Aikens then helps throw it in. She gets to Gray. It is wide oh, open. Got numbers. Got now. numbers. Here comes Gray. Gray all the way to the lane. Euro steps and rolls in. <laughs> <laughs> You don't see a whole lot of Euro steps in high school girls basketball. And Coach Sparks to call timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. Fort Payne leads 43-39. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcat! Back here in the final minutes here of the first game tonight, the Lady Wildcats leading the Lady Tigers of Springville, 43-39, which has been a close game throughout, Brian. Yeah, it has. Well, we got to do the hold off the Springville attack. Well, I, mean, I, I just keep doing what you're doing. This has been a back and forth the whole night with nobody. I mean, four, what, four, six-point lead maybe is the, the most that there's been. So I think it's going to come down to the wire and just kind of keep playing and plowing ahead and don't give up. 
Springwell has the ball. Chancellor has it. Dribbles down to Bird. Bird has it near the right corner. She's going to dribble it back up top. Hits bowed in the middle, bowed in the lane. Running jumper, no good. That was a, not a good shot selection. Chancellor saves it in, though. Oh, that's... And Springville runs it down. No backcourt called. Talton with the ball. Tries to go to Bowden. Gray that steals. That was a kick. <laughs> Gray ahead to Cash. Cash over Bird. No good. Red and rebounds. Ball's on the floor, and... Taunton brings it out of there. Taunton throw, and she throws it away, but foul by Akins. Yeah, that's aggressive defense. I don't know that you really felt uh, Anna Kate for doing that, but there's the third foul. That's it. We're good. That's three fouls on Anna Kate, but that, but most importantly, that's four team fouls for Fort Payne. So the next foul. Yeah, I go to the line. Springwood goes to the line shooting two free throws. Fort Payne leading by four, 43-39. 2:22 to play. Here comes. Bowden, Bowden, left corner, Chancellor for three, mm. zips it. Dang, that hurts. 43-42, Gray with the ball, gets around Chancellor. Gray ahead to Redden, the free throw line, Redden, short jumper, no good, Cash rebounds, takes in go. against Bullington, and she's fouled and go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, good job, Carly, taking that up strong to draw the foul from Bullington, because Bullington didn't have to go anywhere to block that shot. She could have just stayed still, but she came into Carly on that. So Cash at the line, shooting two with two minutes to play. First free throw, nothing but net. Good job. This is that old adage, Chris. Got to make free throws here at the end of the game. Yes. And it's going to be a battle here till the end. Cash's second free throw, nothing but net. 45-42 lead for the Lady Wildcats. Two minutes to play. Student section standing up. Seniors just told to report to the lobby. Because it is senior night. This is the last regular season home game for Fort Payne. They'll recognize their seniors, we believe, between games. Fort Payne leading 45-42. Springer with the ball. Chancellor in the right corner. No, that's Towton. Towton inside the bird. It's a kick. So Springer will get the ball on the side. It's all right. Yeah, as long as they didn't get it in clean. So Talton will be throwing it in. Taunton into Chancellor. Chadwick. Good job defensively by Avery there. Yep, Chadwick knocked out of bounds, so Spring will have it. Now on the corner. Fort Payne doing a really good job defending the perimeter tonight. Spring will get the ball to Taunton. Over to Chancellor, left wing. Mm, Chancellor inside no, the no bird. Good. Bird against Gray. Yeah. Puts it up and in. That's no good there. Can't. 45-44, cross-court pass to Gray on the right side. Here comes Gray driving. Yeah, sure, rolling back it. out. No sense in being in a hurry right now. And they're going to get Talton with the body. <clears throat> That's just two fouls, though, so it'll be Fort Payne ball. And uh, they're over on the right far side. So That's two fouls, so Fort Payne still got a long way to go. Minute 28 to play, 45-44 lead for the Lady Wildcats. Akins looking to throw it in. Goes it to no. the middle to Redden. Redden able ah, to get the like, pass. Redden puts the ball down, hands it off to Cash. You know, Cash. Chris, Fort Payne doesn't have to be in any hurry right here. No, nope. clock is always on your side. There is no clock shot, no shot clock in high school basketball. Ball hits the floor, though. Girls hit the ground, tie up. It'll be Springville ball. That will I thought they got the last jump. Did they not get the last jump? I think we got the last jump. I guess so, obviously. <laughs> They did change a little red dot. I see it on there. 45-44 lead for Lady Wildcats. A minute 10 to go. Bowden with the ball for Tigers. 
They're trying to throw inside there the bird. They throw it away. Aikens with the steal. Here comes Aikens on the right side against Talton. Aikens puts it up and rolls out. <laughs> Redden tries to get the rebound. Oh, she's standing out of bounds. Talton grabbed it, standing out of bounds. It'll be four paint ball. Chris, I don't know how to coach high school basketball. I have no idea, but I wouldn't take a shot right now. <laughs> I would spread four corners. Oh, yeah, make them foul you. Make them foul you. You know, the, every team does it to us. I've seen teams just weave all day for like four, like a minute. Akins throws it deep to Redden. Redden left side to Cash. Cash cross-court pass to Chadwick. 55 seconds left. We have a one-point lead. Chadwick yeah. with the ball, top of the arc. Just stay there. Left wing pass to Gray. Gray across court pass to Akins. Akins. Yeah, here we go. Akins gets the ball to Redden, and Redden goes on the ground. Needs to call a timeout, and Sparks does call a timeout. Saves us from a turnover. We'll yeah. take a timeout with them. We'll be back with, after 30 seconds. Fort Payne leading 45-44 with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. 42 seconds to play. Your Lady Wildcats lead the Lady Tigers from Springville 45-44. It will be Fort Payne ball coming out of the timeout. As Brian said, there is no shot clock in high school ball. All you got to do is control it. Yeah. And get a foul and go to the line. Yeah, the only reason that you would ever want to shoot in this situation, well, I don't know that you'd even, even if you got a wide open layup, I still wouldn't shoot it just because Springville still gets an opportunity to tie with the three-point shot. That was a quick foul. I don't even know if that was an intended foul. Well, now here's the kicker, Chris. They've, they've got another foul. They Fort Payne's got another fouls. foul to give. So Fort Payne can still run some clock. Yeah, next foul by Springville or Fort Payne will put either of the team on team the line for two. With 35 seconds, Gray runs in around. She gets the ball. Gray on the right wing. Gives it to Aikens. Don't get in the trap. You need to roll out of that one. She does. Get it on Chadwick. Chadwick, Ooh. left corner to Cash. Boy. Almost threw it away. Back to Chadwick. Loose ball. Chadwick needs to control the ball. Goodness gracious, what Ooh. do I got to do <laughs> to scream it out? Uh, it just, was, they just, got a little dicey there, didn't it? Just grab the ball. 45-44 lead. Chadwick, Chadwick at the line to shoot two. Not a one and one to shoot two. With 24 to play. Chadwick's free throw. Good. Very good, Avery. Nice. I think that's about as weird as anything is there's no one and ones in high school basketball. No one and ones anymore, no. Chadwick's second free throw. Oh, back of the iron, no good. Bulling, Bullington rebounds. One possession game, 44-46. Talton with the ball. Don't let Talton have an 0 for 3. Good defense, good defense. Aikens knocked it backcourt. Bowden with the ball, 12 seconds to go. You need to get out on Talton. Talton will shoot the three. Back to Bowden. Right corner to uh, Chancellor. Back to Bowden. Bowden for three with four seconds. No good. Gray rebounds. Two seconds. Gray with the ball. And she's fouled with .3 seconds to go. There we go. That should do it, Chris. That will do it. That will do it because you cannot get a shot off with point three. You can with point four because we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you can get off a shot with any time on the clock if you're controlling the timer. Now, actually, you technically you can get a shot off of point three if it's a tap and go. Yeah. You throw it up and, t and it's a tap. 
But if Brylin go ahead and hit these two, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, she can hit the two. That makes it a two-possession game. One, they have to have a three, but at point three, the girls would have to throw it all the way down there in the court. And Fort Payne would have to foul on a three-point hey, shot. I'm going to tell you something. Be honest with you. Just miss it and time runs out. Yeah. Because yeah, there ain't no way they're going to get a rebound and throw it. Gray's first shot. Free throw. Hits the back of the iron. Rolls around and in. She took the long way home on that one, Brian. <laughs> Hit every edge of that rim. Second free throw. No good. That's one possession good. game. And there's the throw by Bird. Not even close. And that'll do it. The Lady Wildcats finish their regular season with a win, 47-44 to 44 over the Springville Lady Tigers. We'll take a two-minute timeout, bring you back with our closing thoughts with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball after this. sell homes we support dreams rooted in Fort Payne just like you Southern Properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting-edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support Wildcat football with Southern Properties from Southern Properties Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, here on the radio at WZ 100.9 is the Lady Wildcats in their regular season with a win, 47 to 44 over the Lady Tigers from Springville. Right now it's in between games. Next up, the Varsity Boys, but they are it is senior night since this is the last home game, so they're recognizing the senior cheerleaders. They'll recognize the senior Lady Wildcats and the boys team tonight. Uh, looking at some halftime stats, both the teams took care of the ball a lot better in the first half. Second half, Fort Payne had nine turnovers. They had 20, 20 turnovers overall. Not a good statistic, but Springville had 24 turnovers overall, but they only had seven in the second half. So both teams' second half was much better. Scoring, though, uh, Miss Holly, it was a rough night for Avery. Avery, uh, Avery Chadwick uh, wasn't able to sink them after all her shots. She just cold, we call it cold as ice. And she went over 
0 for 5 from 2 and 0 for 4 from 3. Yeah, so I don't think she hit one in the first half, did she? Yeah, first half. She only shot it twice, second half. Oh, she did hit a free throw. I'm sorry, Avery. You are on the board. <laughs> you did get a free throw. I'm sorry. And that mattered in it this game. It does matter. Especially. Because, I mean, you won by 3. That point mattered. That's right. Uh, Brylon Gray had a big senior night, Miss Holly. She had 18. She just looked graceful tonight. Do you, don't you think? She did. I think I thought so, especially the second half. I mean, the yeah. second half, she shot a lot more. Let's see. She went, Holly, she went four for seven in the second half. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't have her three-pointer, but that didn't matter. She had everything else. Anna Kate ended up with 10. She had a balanced half. Um, following her... Carly Cash and Libby Redden both have six. Libby six. Libby Redden came on uh, real strong there in the second half as she went three for five in the yeah. second half. Good night for Libby. And uh, Zimri and Zoe and Avery. We'll see Zimmy and Zoe, the Craig sisters, pitched in two apiece, and Avery with her one contributed to the three-point win. So as Miss Holly said, well, Miss Holly, your point of view since you got the mic. <laughs> oh no, don't ask. Well, no. Um, your your view on the halves. What did, what did you think about the first half or second half compared to the first? Um, well, we were hitting the basket the second half. The first half, we just could not find the basket. I thought they played great defense the entire game. I thought they were very aggressive defensively. Did it seem to you like the first half, we just we couldn't make the right passes, we couldn't be in the right position? In the second half, we were, or more, or more of. You know, I'm going to agree with you, yes. <laughs> As you, you would probably say the, the flow looked better. In general, the flow of the game looked better. Yeah, we did look half. like we controlled the ball better in the second half. What was turnovers? I didn't hear you say the second half. What second half was only nine for Fort Payne and seven for, for um, Springboard. So both controlled the ball better the second half. Much better. Um, so they're recognizing the seniors. Emma Evett, the first basketball player recognized, now Brylon Gray. Boy, I hate to lose her. Yep, Brylan going to Northeast, I just heard him say. Secondary education. Did he say Florida State? Oh, I thought you said Northeast. She's going to Northeast to start off with, but then he said she's going to transfer, and I thought she said he said Florida State. Okay. I could be wrong. Now we're we'll move over to the Does senior Northeast boys. Does Northeast have a basketball team? I don't think so. Hmm. I hate to see this to her career end right here. Yeah, as good a ball player she is. Mm -hmm. All right, for Fort Payne, the boys, Dawson Bates, Nolan Fowler, Kate Dubose, and Luke Stevens. Nolan Fowler is going to get recognized everywhere this year because he plays football, basketball, and baseball. Yep, he is a multi-sport player, and he's good at everything he does. That, did, that's just annoying. <laughs> annoying. Now, Kate, now, Kate <laughs> plays football. I don't think he plays baseball, does he? Kate Dubos. He don't play baseball, does he? Uh, I don't think so. Does he run track? I haven't the slottest. Come on, Miss Holly. You're supposed to know all things athlete, athletics. Oh, we're not. On the, I don't think we're on FPTV, but we are on the air here, Brian. Does Kate Dubos run track for Fort Payne? Do you know? Um, is he, or is, or is he so. just football and basketball? No, I think he does. He does. Steve, the FPTV captain yeah. over here, tells me he does run uh, track. Caden's recognized with his family. Luke Stevens and Nolan Fowler will be next. It seems like since I've been, I've only been doing this three years, O'Brien, but it seems like it seems like I've been doing it longer than ever because I've I've seen these kids. It seems mm -hmm. like a long time. Yeah, I've only been doing this three years. Yeah. Well, I tell y'all a story, listeners. Um, 
Luke Stevens. I actually coached Luke. I'm Did sure you? I made him in what he is today. That's right. credit to you. Uh, and that, that happened, and <laughs> Luke was eight years old. He was playing Fort Payne Rec with my son, Caleb. Is that right? And Luke has a picture in his wallet with his arm around Caleb from that first year. I don't even think he knew who Caleb was. I think he just kept the picture because it was cool or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I told my son Caleb, who's who's a senior in the band, I said, I said Luke Stevens has a picture of you in his wallet. That's right. From the wreck days. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to say that I made Luke Stevens in what he is today. That's right. Yeah. It was my it was my pre-coaching, way back then. <laughs> Luke Stevens, real good guard for Fort Payne. Nolan Fowler, a good guard as well. Uh, I've seen. I didn't realize Bates was a senior. I thought he was younger than that, but Bates did a lot of duty before Nolan came back from his injury. Yeah, yeah. I saw, no, I saw uh, Gina and Jay down there uh, coming back from the concession stand, and I said, well, you got this one, and then you got baseball. So you're going to cry at baseball. She said, baseball's going to be real hard. So Nolan, this is his second senior night of the year, and he'll get another one in the spring with baseball, and he's uh, just a quality kid and, and real glad uh, to get to know my, all these seniors, really, Caden and, and, and Bates and, and Luke, and I know that they're thrilled to be able to go out on a season like they're having this year um, with such a, a profound record and just kind of turning turning the corner on four-pane basketball, and I'm uh, just real excited to see uh, what this team can do once we get to the playoffs, and so they, they're guaranteed that first-round game now uh, because of the bye with the region tournament this weekend, and so... Um, Real excited to see what. Well, they won't play this weekend. They won't play till Tuesday. They won't play till Tuesday. They play yeah. a week from today. The winner of Saturday's game. I haven't had a chance. The basketball goes by so fast, and we're doing girls and boys that I haven't given my my seniors soak it up speech like I did to the football players. Like yeah. you know, and I was a basketball player, man. When you you don't really grasp that last game till you take off that uniform and that's it. You put it down, and that's the last time you put it on. Yeah, you know, and it's really, really, really hits home is when the next season rolls around and. You're not going to practice. And <laughs> you go by the gym or you go by the field or you go by the practice field or whatever it is. There's not. cars everywhere, and you realize you ain't in it. I'm not going there. They don't need me. Well, uh, if you're – I will say, I mean, I wasn't like the best the best basketball player on our team, but when I came back from uh, from Auburn, uh, like my freshman year, to watch the next – you know, the guys I play ball with play, like a couple games uh, – I was, I was hoping for a little more accolades when I walked in the building. Like, yeah, yeah. like hey, oh, there's Chris. Chris. There's Chris. There's Chris. Yeah, man, let's get our picture together, you know. <laughs> Instead, it's like, hey, I get maybe a hay or two, and or nobody recognizes you. <laughs> yep. All right, so we got 943 as we get started here after the senior recognition. This game will get off a little bit later because of a little ceremony, but that's all right. It's the last home regular season game. Oh, I do have my notes right here. There we go. Let me get my notes out because I did that for the girls. Oh, and also, Holly, um, see if you can find me the sponsors. Let me give let me get a shout out to sponsors while I'm doing this, too. Looks like Springville's got uh, Trevor Lawrence's little brother. I see that. He is a Trevor him. Lawrence right there. He's got the, the pro band over the long hair. That's right. Uh, Fort Payne, 24-2 and two overall, folks. Uh, that's right. They've only had two losses. They lost to Scottsboro in a Christmas tournament. Uh, and the other loss is to Gaston City, and that's been it. They are first. Miss Holly's got, oh, they're first in our region. We did win the region with a 3-1 and one record. Their rank is 11, 11th overall in the state of Alabama. That's overall through all the classifications. And I think they're ranked, I think I saw fifth in uh, 6A. 
Springwell is 17-9. They they finished first in their region. They won their region with a 6-0 region record. They went undefeated. Hmm. And uh, But they are they are not. They're way behind Fort Payne in rank. They're 78th in state. Now, are they, they're five, are they not 5A? They're 5A. Okay. They are in 5A, but they do they do rank the basketball teams overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also always like to do it between the games, or after the girls and after the boys' games. A, a shout-out thanks to our sponsors. Without them, we wouldn't be able to bring you Fort Payne Athletics football, basketball, baseball. So we want to thank Fort Payne Urgent Care, DeKalb Wholesale, Builder Supply, Rick Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Shankles Body Shop, Clark Auto Sales, First Fidelity Bank, and Aikens Furniture. Big shout out to those guys, and if you need something, go tell them WZLB sent you. They they uh, they will be happy to. They're great people to deal with. Be happy to help you out any way they can. We want to thank them again, all those sponsors for allowing us to bring you Fort Payne Athletics. Well, Miss Holly, let's see. We got 7:40 to go. Let's take a. Let's take a. I'm trying to think what it's going to roll down to. Let's take a two-minute timeout. We'll come back, talk some more about the upcoming game, and we'll get you ready to start, get you ready for the upcoming matchup between Springbone and Fort Payne. So we'll be back right after this time, right after this break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat Basketball. and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. back here in Fort Payne, Alabama as we get ready for tonight's varsity boys action. Fort Payne hosting Springville Tigers in a, it is senior night as the seniors are recognized between the girls and boys game. This is the last regular season home game for the Fort Payne Wildcats. They are 23 and two, Brian. Man, <laughs> you know, you, you 
a lot of buzz when Coach Coker was hired and, and thoughts about what he might do to the program and help turn things around. But I don't think anybody thought, hey, at this point in the season, right there at the end, before we start playoff, they're going to be 23 and two. Well, I think I think with Coach Coker, he did. A, I think the the gears were there before Payne. He added a t- couple more cogs. Yeah, it made this a nice running machine. JJ Willoughby and Josh Scott. Yeah, well, I, I watched uh, uh, Mason Chandler two years ago on the on my eighth grade team, which is weird to say, but two years ago, and he was he's a pretty good ball player. But boy, he's really developed into a presence, a really quality six man. Uh, Levi Crow handles the ball well. He's a good sub. He comes in there and provides a little bit of help. Uh, but those those starting five are strong, Chris. So starting a, a up and down. Um, most everybody there can score on some level, whether inside or outside. And, uh, man, it's just uh, they've been a blessing and fun to watch. Well, earlier in the year when uh, Coach Coker had Mason Chandler starting, your starting five was no shorter than 6'3". Mason Chandler being 6'3", yeah. everybody else 6'5", or 6'4". Yeah, you, you don't see a lot. I mean, Fort Payne traditionally has not had a bunch of a length, you know, basketball-wise. and. You know, going into this season, <clears throat> based off of last season's players, you're looking at Jackson Banks and Luke Stevens being your, your biggest guy. Well, Mason, too, but that's those are your big guys. And then uh, adding Josh Scott and, and, and they really. Play, and they play guard play mostly. Yeah, and, J- and J.J., he plays much bigger than his heights. What is he? Is he six foot, six one? He's six three. Is he six three? J.J. is? Wow. He plays taller than six three. I've stood next to him and Will. I've talked to him and Luke Stevens and Josh Scott and Jackson Banks all at one time because they coach my son's rec team. So I was standing there and I'm, I'm sizing them up. Yeah. I'm 6'3". I'm like, hey, who am I taller than? <laughs> I'm, I might be an inch taller than JJ. I'm not sure, but he's close. Yeah. But those other guys were taller than me. I was wanting Jackson Banks not to be taller than me, but he, he was taller than me. <laughs> I was like, man, because we know we know his dad. His dad is uh, assistant coach Banks, and his his aunt goes to church with us, Heather yeah. Harrison. Both of those played uh, Fort Payne basketball lore. The Harrison family, I mean the Banks family. She's a Harrison now. That's right, Banks family. All right, Co- we're about Co- two Coker minutes. got the uh, Kansas City Royal Blue about that blazer is... going on tonight. You know, we'll have to talk to. He's looking slick, isn't he? He is looking slick. <laughs> We need to see if we can get him a Vegas gold one. That's a little, that's a little too plain view. <laughs> I don't even think that's plain view blue, is it? It's not. Plain view is Columbia blue. I think yeah, that's light a, blue. That's a, that's a Kansas City Royals. That's a Royal blue. Memphis? Now, that may even be. Looks like Memphis. I don't even know if that's Royal blue. That is that is something. It's almost got some purple in it. It's special. <laughs> and you can, you can see him. He stands out. That no, is I for know sure. Hey, where's Coach Coker? Just look for the blue look blazer. All right, we're about a minute 37 away as we just uh, talk shop here tonight. We get ready for the last regular season game. The girls were the winners, 47-44, and a close one over the Lady Tigers from Springville. Springville is a 5A school. They are purple and gold. Fort Payne is black and Vegas gold. And, and Miss Holly pointed out that the girls' home uniforms were not Vegas gold. They're a little more canary. Our girls was? Yeah, their their uniform, their yellow, their gold was a little more yellow. I didn't pay. That wasn't it wasn't bright yellow. I but know you can't imagine yellow. this, but I didn't pay that much attention to it. <laughs> now I do know with baseball season coming up, we call them the uh the creamsicle uniforms that yeah. Coach uh, Marnador got them several years ago. Yeah. And they use that Vegas gold with white and you can hardly see yeah. the numbers and everything. 
I'm not a big fan of that, but that's okay. I don't have to be. Coach Varnador, that was Brian Northcutt. Oh, I'll tell Eric. He knows that. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Coach Varnador, he's probably mad anyway because he their team was supposed to come up to our camp this past weekend, but it was downvoted because of the weather, so they could not come. So yeah. Coach Varnador is very unhappy that the EMA not let him did not let him come up to the camp. <laughs> Because he said he said their team does a great does a loves to bond during that time together of, yeah. of getting away from everything and just getting time together. So yeah, all right, they're about to do the national anthem. We'll stand and take off our hats and be quiet here in a minute. Any high schooler that can sing a cappella. Oh, I do not envy. Let me tell you what Ryan Northcutt's never going to do is sing the national anthem. I would never finish the song. I'd forget every bit of it. <laughs> I'm that. I'm the uh, highlight film. And look, check out the guy that forgot the song. Oh, I know. Yeah, Carl Lewis. Oh, that was rough. Oh, have you seen that one? Yes. That was real bad. That was bad. Coach Coker is matching uh, her, matching them with the blue. <laughs> Man, who, who is that color blue? That's not even Kentucky blue, is it? Wow, well, it could be close to Kentucky blue. It is. it is. That's what I call a, a nice swimming pool color. If you got a good vinyl, get a blue vinyl swimming pool, that's what it's like. <laughs> it does have a tarp look to it. <laughs> All right, first, our, our starting lineup is first for the Spring Bowl Tigers. <laughs> starting at guard for the Tigers, a 5'8 junior, number two, Cade Gleason. Number two, Cade Gleason at guard. Also starting at guard, a 6'1 junior, number four, Jake Connor. Number four, Jake Connor. 
Number 12, Braden Henderson. Starting at forward for the Tigers, six foot two senior, number 24, Jake Isbell. Number 24, Jake Isbell. I don't he's supposed to go here? <laughs> six six junior, number fourteen, Brody Frederick at six six, Brian. Is that uh, Trevor Lawrence's little brother? Is that Trevor Lawrence's little brother? Yeah. All right. All right. Now for your final regular season Fort Payne Wildcats. Here's your starting lineup. As soon as we play our highlight film, we got on there. The LEDs are blinking. Fort Payne in their white-on-white -white unis with black trim, black numbers, and Vegas gold FP and trim accents. Springville in purple on purple with the gold numbers and trim. Josh Scott with the jam there at the end. Well, that's a little exciting. <laughs> I'm not sure why our student section isn't lit right now. Isn't that the word now, lit? Yeah. <laughs> that would get me fired up. Starting at four. They got him at 6-3, Brian. Zero, J.J. Willoughby. There we go. So me and J.J. are the same height. Starting at four. 6-5, junior. Number 23, Josh Scott. Man in the middle. 6'5", Junior. Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> it's funny to call him Man in the Middle. He's usually on the corner. No, that's Man in the Mirror, not Man in the Middle. Sorry. 5'11", Senior. Number four, I play everything, Nolan Fowler. What was his uh, What was his baseball come out song, Pretty Young Thing? PYT. PYT. <laughs> and Senior, the, guard, the uh, point guard, 6'5", Luke Stevens, the snake. The snake. Slippery like a snake. Coker. And Royal. I mean, actually, the same color as my ballpoint pen right here, Brian. He is ballpoint pen blue. <laughs> it's the same That's color. exactly what it is. All right. Uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have that kid's name in my head all night. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I gotta get that up here. Frederick, not Lawrence at the line, jumping with Josh Scott as they chit chat. And oh, Lawrence got up. and Frederick gets the gets the tip. Spring over the ball, right corner to Connor. Connor left side to Isbell. Isbell to Henderson. Henderson inside to Isbell. He jumps, shoots, misses. Stevens rebounds. Yeah, great opportunity for Payne going into the playoffs and region play. Kind of getting a tune up here tonight. Stevens the ball, left wing to to Scott. Scott drives lane, kicks it out to Stevens. Stevens fakes the three, goes baseline. He'll come back up top. Mismatch there with the guys guarding him. That's number two, Gleason. You got a little too aggressive with him, and he'll get the first foul. Yeah, this off, I'm not sure I've seen this set. A lot of quick screens out on the perimeter. Stevens to throw it in. Gives it to Willoughby. Willoughby back to Stevens. Stevens, top of the arc. Guarded by Gleason. Definitely a mismatch in height there. Yeah. Left side to Willoughby. Willoughby looks cross. He'll come back right side to Banks. Banks there is out of Stevens. There's the mismatch, and Stevens is up on top of the rim. Yeah. I need that up all day. All day. All day. If that's going to guard Luke, then you got to do that. Gleason with the ball. Right wing. Kicks it over to Connor for three. No good. Frederick with the rebound, but he's yeah. 
fell out of bound, hold, bounds holding the ball, so now, a he turnover. Hit, he hit J.J., but then it bounced off J.J. and hit him. <laughs> I've seen that happen one other time this year. So it'll be Fort Payne ball on their baseline. Springwood with the first turnover of the game. Will be with the ball and comes down court to front court. He'll back it back out. Give to Stevens down between the circles. He'll set it up. Springville in a man-to-man. Hand it off to Josh Scott. Scott gets it off to Willby. Willby right corner to Stevens. Stevens for three. That's no, off. <laughs> that was ah. off, and Fowler couldn't control it. Out of bounds now, Springville ball. He shot that one high to, to get over the top of the oncoming defender. I think that art kind of threw him off. Yeah. Gleason with the ball. Gives it to Frederick. Frederick back to Gleason. Gleason moves left side, guarded by Willby. Fort Payne in a, looks like a 3-2 matchup zone. Connor has it, back over to Gleason. Gleason fakes the three. He rolled to the right, between the legs dribble. He'll come back middle to Connor. Connor top of the arc, corner to Fredericks. Fredericks tries to go baseline, cut off. Kicks it out to Connor for three, good. Mm. Three, three, two lead for the Springville Tigers. They are in a full court press. But they'll back off, because that's their full court man to man. Stevens will go one on one against Gleason, and has oh, wow. it stolen. Gleason steals the ball, Fort Payne turns it over. Number 12, uh, Henderson with the easy layup after the turnover. Yeah, Fort Payne's gonna have to get control real quick here. Can't get fancy. Yeah. Stevens drives, Stevens on the left side of Scott. Scott brings across midcourt, left corner to Fowler, back to Scott. Scott right side of the banks for three, no good. Fredericks gets the rebound, Stevens ties him up, and they're gonna get a jump ball, be Fort Payne ball. Nice to see basketball going back to a little shorter shorts, too. Don't you yeah, oh, I agree. Springville leading 5-2. to two. <coughs> Stevens has had to throw it in on their baseline. Fort Payne baseline. Gets it to Scott. Scott, left corner Stevens for three. Good! There we go. 5-5 ball game after the three-pointer. Here comes Gleason for uh, Springville. Fort Payne in the 2-3 zone. Uh, Willby looks like he's... Uh, Extended, oh, wow. Gleason for a long three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Scott gets the rebound. Nobody else is there. Luke Stevens pass ahead to Willoughby. Willoughby back to Stevens. Stevens fakes the three. Stevens back out to Willoughby. Willoughby drives the base, baseline, uh -huh. cut off. Quick hands, Gleason knocks it out of bounds again. Yeah, sharp passes, crisp passes, run your offense. 5-5 five, five ball game, 5-12 to play here in the first period. Willoughby set to throw it in in the corner. He gets it into Stevens. Stevens picked up by Gleason. You know, the mismatch, I don't know why they won't set, yeah. set him back up low. Yeah, go. Willoughby gets the ball from the pass. Uh, Scott from the corner for three. Good! There Josh go. Dutt. Amazing to see a big man shoot three like he does. Eight five. Well, you say that, though. He's really a short man. That's what you're supposed to do in college at his height. That is <laughs> the three-point guy, 6'5". I think everybody's supposed to shoot threes nowadays. Yep. Connor with the ball, left side to... Uh, that's number 12 in the game. Now it's Henderson. Henderson, right corner to, free, to uh, Frederick. He took it to the hole, up and good. 8-7 yeah. lead for the Wildcats. Jackson, Banks, right wing there gets to Willoughby. Willoughby, two steps into the hole up against Fredericks. And they'll get Fredericks with the foul. That's Frederick, not Fredericks. No S. No S on Frederick. Good take by J.J. there. Found, found position, went strong to the hole. You're down low and you've got position like that. Go after it. Will be at the line shooting two. 427 to play. First free throw, good. Mason Chandler in for Nolan Fowler now. 
Tell you what, I'm watching that Frederick kid for uh, spring. Well, he talks to everybody. <laughs> he's a friendly he, guy. Isn't he's he? very friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Next free throw over the rim, good. Hits see how friendly he is playing with Mason Chandler down low <laughs> after a few minutes. <laughs> he's liable to make him upset. Yeah. 10-7 lead, Wildcats. Henderson with the ball, gives it over to Connor. Connor hands it off to number 10 in the game for Springville. Connor uh, from the free throw, from the three-point line, good. Fort Payne with the ball. Scott on the right side. Scott driving to the lane, kicks it left side to Stevens. Stevens on the left wing, will back it back up. Josh Scott, top of the arc for three, mm. off the back of the iron, and wow. in. <laughs> Shooter's roll, as they That's call it, that, Brian. Bounced all over the place. 13-10 lead for the Wildcats. Henderson has it. He gives it off to Frederick, top of the arc. Over to Connor on the right corner. Connor got her by Scott. Back up to Frederick. Frederick to Henderson. Henderson hands it off to Baller. Baller back to Henderson for three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Loose ball. Isabel had it. Throws it away to uh, Josh Scott. Here comes Fort Payne, leading 13-10. Luke Stevens snakes it in, lays it up and in. Wow. Nice snake move by the Stevens. Yeah. So, Spring will call timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. Fort Payne leading 15-10. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. back here in Fort Payne. There it is. There we are. There's the cat. <laughs> the cat roar. FPTV's in the house. So if you're on the road listening to us on the radio and you got to go somewhere inside, turn your phone on to the, put it on the FPTV app. You can watch the game and hear us call the game at the same time. They're here in the house with us tonight. Spring with the ball. Frederick tried to make a strong move. Spin, but he lost it. But uh, about, about to say Valley Head again, Brian. <laughs> They're purple and gold Just tigers. Purple and gold I know, I've had Valley Head on the tip of my tongue all night. <laughs> Springville with the ball. Henderson has it. He gives it off to number three, back right side to Connor. Connor over to Ballard. Ballard on the right side, back up to Connor. Tried to go inside to Frederick. I think they're going to get Fort Payne on the foul, Brian. Yeah, and Coach Coker's not happy at all about that. I believe that's Middleton in the game, number three for Springville. Y'all hear a different name than... Because we've got, we got lots of people with the same number on these rosters, so I just want to make sure I'm calling the right guy. <laughs> Connor to throw it in for Springville. He's going to throw it deep. Had it tipped. Fort Payne steals. Here comes Josh Scott around right side. Ahead of Jackson Banks, right wing. Banks, ooh, ooh throw it up top uh, of Steve. Come on, <laughs> sharp passes, sharp passes. Well, he's throwing to Scott. Scott yeah. vacated there. Scott for three, right wing, no good. Fight for the rebound, and number three, Middleton gets it for Springville. He hands it off to Henderson. Henderson on the left wing, guarded by Scott. Gets a pick, gets a scream from Frederick. Frederick back to Scott in with position. Yeah, Working. Boy, Frederick's playing down low hard. All the way left corner, number 10, Ballard. He can't do anything with it. He'll throw all the way across court to Connor. Connor up top to Frederick. Frederick 
Looking to drive lane. Frederick over the top. Oh, Stevens nice with the block. 15-10 lead for the Wildcats. Two minutes to play in the first. Banks, right left corner. I'm sorry. Stevens back between the circles. He'll back it up and start over. Minute 57 to go in the period. Stevens over to Willoughby, left side. Willoughby hit. There it is. Hit Mason Chandler. Mason Chandler turns to it. Stevens. Stevens throws it away, trying to get it to Banks. I thought that was. Oh, that was hit by somebody. Redirected at something, either a foul or a tip. So Banks will check out. Nolan Fowler back in the game. Henderson has it. Gives it over to Middleton. Middleton left corner to Connor. Connor back over to Henderson. Henderson right corner to number 10, Ballard. Ballard up top to Middleton. Then to Connor for three. Good. Quick ball movement by the Springville Tigers. Gets them three. 15-13 lead for the Wildcats. Willoughby with the ball. Behind the back dribble. Almost had it stolen. Willoughby down, Willoughby down with it. Trying to get rid of it. Needing help. And he loses the ball. Still by Springville. Here comes uh, Henderson all the way, misses it. Here comes, numbers. Here comes Fort Payne. Scott all the way. Gives it over to Willoughby. Uh -huh. shouldn't have passed that ball. Springville staves it back into Scott, and he lays it in. What's the rule of thumb? Don't ever save it under your own basket. That's correct. Under the opponent's basket. Opponent's basket. 17-13 lead, 55 seconds to play. Henderson with the ball. Up top to Connor. Right side to Milton. Milton to Connor, right wing. Right corner, I'm sorry. All the way across court to... That's a uh, Henderson takes it inside, short jumper, no good. Willoughby rebounds for four Payne. Stevens will walk it down with 39 seconds. Mm. Almost a throw away there. Over to Fowler, left wing for three. That's short. Willoughby is standing there with the rebound and puts it back in. Good job, JJ. There. That was that's what we call a Christmas gift. Yeah. Right in his basket. Middleton for the three, no good. Air ball and it'll go out of bounds. I tell you what, uh, Brian. I'll give it to Frederick. He works hard underneath well, he that does. goal. He's playing rough. Frederick will come out, though. Number 23. Number 23 will come in the game, Holland. So with 19 seconds, Fort Payne leading 19-13. Stevens will walk it down. Fort Payne, I'm sure, will play for the last shot. Will be on the right wing. Over to Fowler now between the circles. Fowler inside the free throw line to Banks. Oh, Banks hits Josh Scott with the cut. Good luck. Lays it up and in with three seconds to go. 21-13 lead. Half-court shot from uh, Springville. No good. So I'll do it for the first period of play. Your Wildcats lead the Springville Tigers. 21-13. We'll be back after this one-minute break with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like that. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go
We're back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. It's senior night. It's the last home game of the season. And your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Springville Tigers 21-13 with a full house, looks like, so far, Brian. Yeah, it's been a nice crowd. It's really good to honor these kids. They've worked really hard to, uh, to be 23-23-2 at this yeah. point. Springville with the ball. They get inside to Frederick. Frederick back out to outside to Holland. Holland up top to Isbell. Isbell will give it off to Gleason. He'll start it back over. Isbell got her by Stevens. Over to Holland left side. Holland will hand it off to, I mean, hand it off to Holland. Back to Gleason. Gleason don't like it. He's going to start it over again. They get it to uh, Isbell. Isbell at the top of the arc. Gives it off to uh, Henderson. Right side to number 12. That is wow. Henderson. And it's stolen by Scott. Really telegraph that pass there. Stevens gives off Scott. Back to Stevens. Top of the arc. Stevens long Ooh. three. Back of the iron. No good. Banks guys for the rebound. Gives it off to Scott right wing. Stevens won the part of that three-point clan. Get it over to Bank. I mean to Willoughby. Willoughby about hands it off Stevens. He'll roll right. He'll hand it off to Scott Ooh, on the right that's wing. A good look. Yeah. Banks top of the arc for three. Good. There we go. It's been really nice to see Jackson develop into that really good three-point shooter. 24-13 for Payne Traps. Gleason in the corner. He's able to get the pass to Frederick. Frederick free trip to the goal and gets a running jumper and it goes. Just him and Willoughby. He's a, his height got him over Willoughby. Yeah. JJ did a good job just jumping straight up, making it difficult for him, but he still made the basket. Scott takes the ball in the lane, running jumper. Good. 26-15 lead for the Wildcats. Here comes Gleason. Gleason for Springville. Left corner. To Holland, Holland over to Gleason. I mean, over to, yeah, over to Gleason. Back to Holland, left corner. Holland back to Gleason, left wing. And JJ working hard down in there on Fredericks. Gleason rolls back toward the middle. Goes to Frederick. Frederick trying to get around Scott. Spins, move in the lane. Run, uh, floating jumper, no good. Stevens rebounds. You see Four Payne really attacking Fredericks when he gets the ball. Willie with the ball picks up his dribble in the right corner. Gets up to Scott. Coach Coker. Nope. Get out directions, Ooh. and they're going to get 23 Holland with the body. That's only the first team foul here in the second period of play. 5.45 to go. Four Payne leading by 11, 26-15. Number 32 set to check in. Jacob Bailey. Long three by Scott, no good. Stevens rebound. Stevens in the lane, and they're going to get him with the travel. Stevens was surrounded by four Springville players yeah. doing his best, but he just moved his foot a little too much. Mm, yeah, good look. Stevens steals the ball. Here comes Stevens all the way to the basket, and he's hacked. And he'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, you know. I, I'm gonna have to be on Gleason's side. You know, you don't let a guy get a free layup. Yeah. You make him make him pay for it. <laughs> so I, I have no problem with that kind of play. He he hacked his arm. He didn't shove him or anything. He just hacked his arm, and both of them went to the ground. But that's what you do. Don't let them get a free yeah. layup. Here's Stevens' first free throw. Mm. Rounds out, no good. And that's why you do it. Make them earn it. Number four checks in. Chandler checks in for Willoughby. Fort Payne leading 26-15, 5.31 to play in the half. Stevens' second free throw. That one's good. Hits one of two. 27-15. Henderson brings it down on the right side. Throws across court to Connor. 
Connor back to Henderson. Still up top. Back to Connor. Connor inside to Frederick at the lane. Frederick kicks it out to number 24, Isbell. Isbell right side to Bailey. Bailey up top. Connor has it left wing. Then they give it off to Henderson. Henderson back to Connor. Connor for three with Scott coming at him, and he hits it. Well, excuse me, Chandler coming at him. Yeah, going to have to stay tight on him. He's hit three three-pointers so far. 27-18 lead for Fort Payne. Stevens with the ball. Left wing to Banks. Banks left corner to Fowler. Fowler back to Banks between the circles. Banks looking to drive. I mean, I'm assuming Stevens looking to drive. They kick it back out to Scott. Scott started up top. Left wing to Stevens. Stevens on the baseline. Trap needing some help. And they're going to get Springwell with the body. He got bailed out on that one. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not sure that was a foul, but he dribbled into a tight place. Yeah, Josh was coming down to help. Passed off to the perimeter, and then Josh was going to go down to the block, and that's where Luke went. <clears throat> they ended up meeting down there on the block, and he kind of got in a bad situation. Stevens gets the ball in. Banks has it. Hit Scott cutting on Yeah. It's a really good cut look there. That's twice they've hit Josh on that. 29-18. Connor with the ball. Right side to Henderson. Henderson gives him directions. He'll move toward the middle. Free throw line to Frederick. Frederick looking back door. Nothing there. They give it back to Henderson. Right corner to Connor. Connor drives baseline. He'll kick it back over to Frederick. Has Frederick on the block. He turns and shoots and misses. Yeah, point blank it, good. He had it point blank, Brian. Yeah, good, good defense. When you're just... Hand checking all in down there. It's really hard to make shots. Stevens throws it away as Springle came to a trap. I don't think Fort Payne was ready for that. Stevens no, tried no. to force the pass. Yeah, they snuck up on him right there. You know, and you don't, you tend to think, well, Stevens threw it over, but you know, I think it's all the team play. The teammates have to recognize that's about to happen. Yeah. When you see it, come and help. Bailey left corner to Connor. Connor to Henderson right wing. Henderson gives it off to Bailey. Bailey back to Henderson. Baseline. Left side to number three, Middleton. He gives it off to Connor for three. He misses. Wants to fight for the rebound, and Banks comes out with it. Here comes Banks, and they're going to uh, get Henderson on the cheap reach around. Yeah. That's the kind, as a coach, that's the kind you don't like, man. Hey, let him go. Yeah. In and, and, and my opinion, if, you, if he's gotten past him in the foul, even if a foul occurred, but it doesn't, Break the rhythm of the set. Let it go. Fowler with the ball now for Fort Payne. Leading 29 to 18 with 3.30 to play in the half. Chandler hands it off to Scott. Scott to Banks. To Stevens left side. Stevens fakes a three. Drives baseline. Looking for help. Gets up. Throws to Chandler. Chandler to Scott. Right corner Fowler. Fowler back to Stevens. Stevens up top to Scott. Scott to Chandler. Left corner to Banks. Banks for three. No good. Long rebound goes to Connor. We'd like to see Chandler just pull one of them one day. I know. Gives the head to Bailey. I like seeing him. Of course, Coach oh, he'd go ballistic. Coker would go nuts. <laughs> he would. All right, Henderson will start it back over. He's on the right side. He'll get to Frederick up top. Frederick between the circles. Left corner to Connor. Connor up top to Henderson. Henderson hits Middleton. Middleton back to Henderson. Back to Middleton. Middleton left, left wing to Connor. Goes all the way across court to Henderson for three in the right corner. Air ball. Scott gets the rebound, and still no chant by the student section who's not paying yeah, attention, well, I don't it, think. Yeah, that's, that's an easy call right I mean, there. It's commonality. you got to <laughs> give the guy an air ball chant for 10 minutes. Springle's Spring going to get offended from that. Chandler with the ball, top of the arc. Gets to Stevens. Stevens in the lane, kicks out to Scott. For the right corner for three. No good. Chandler fighting for the rebound. Well, that's who calls that on? He's going to call that on Chandler. Call that on 23. The number he gave was 23. 
I heard, heard the guy call 24. Yeah, he did, but the referee used two and three as his, his numbers. <clears throat> I think that's who he gave it on because 24 didn't have a foul, so they would give it on Josh Scott. I didn't see what Josh did there. I saw what Nate, uh, Mason did, but I didn't see what Josh did. All right, 29-18, 2.15 to play in the half. Fowler will bring it down, give it to Connor. Connor over to Holland, back up to Frederick now, top of the arc. Gives it over to number three, Milton for three, no good. Fowler with the rebound for, for Springville. They trail by 11, 29-18 with under two minutes to play in the half. Frederick with the ball, left wing to Middleton. Over the right side of the corner. Connor has it on the right wing, dribbles it up, tries to get it inside to number 33. They get it back out. Milton has it all the way left corner, number 10, Ooh. Ballard for three. Air ball. Again, another air ball and no chance. I'm disappointed <laughs> in the Fort Payne student section. <laughs> disappointed. Scott with the ball on the right wing. Yeah, if we're going into the playoffs, you got to have all cylinders. you got to be kicking on all cylinders. Crow in the game for Fort Payne. Takes it to the hole strong, and he's going to get called for the player control charge, Brian. I'm not sure that was I it, but that's what they called. I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought it was an easy foul call there, but I guess that's my basketball ignorance shining through, Chris. <laughs> well, I, I, unfortunately, I didn't see the defender. I'm watching the ball and not paying attention to what the defense is doing, so I can't tell you what I saw there. But anyway, Springville has the ball after the turnover. Frederick on the left wing, kicks out to Connor, right side. Connor, right corner, number 10, Ballard, all the way back across to number three, Middleton. Connor has it now on the right wing for Springville. Fort Payne in the 3-2 zone, or 1-3-1 zone. No, it's actually, it's man. It looks like Scott's just hanging out in the middle. Frederick gives it up to Ballard. Ballard up top to number 33, Smith. Smith, right corner to Connor. Connor for three, no good. Will Willoughby, skies for the rebound. Loses it, needs some help, gives it to Scott. Yeah, great job. J.J. works hard on the boards. 45 seconds to play in the half. Willoughby with the ball, top of the arc. Gives it to Fowler. Fowler right corner to Scott. Scott Lane kicks it out to Banks. Banks drops the ball for a second. Couldn't shoot his three. 35 seconds to go. Crow with the ball. Right wing to Fowler. Fowler at the free throw line. He'll, he'll come back outside. Give it to Scott, top of the arc. Scott fakes a three. Kicks out to Fowler. Fowler didn't want it. Up top to Crow. Crow to Willoughby on the right wing. 20 seconds to play in the half. Fowler on the left side. Here comes Fowler. 17 seconds. Banks on the right wing. Banks will hand it to Fowler. 12 seconds to go. Fowler gives it to Scott. 10 seconds. Scott with the ball on the right timeline. Yeah. It's just him and Connor. Jimmy Five Chitwood seconds to right go. Here. Jimmy Chitwood over to Willoughby. Willoughby with there the ball. Oh. Loses it. Turnover. Springer grabs the ball and slings it. No good. So after all the dribbling, Fort Payne ends up turning it over right there before the half, but they do lead 29 to 18. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball after this.
We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. back here in Fort Payne, Alabama, where your Wildcats lead the Springville Tigers on senior night. This is the last home game, regular season game for Fort Payne. They lead 29 to 18. Uh, you know, in football, we used to throw this out there, Brian. Well, let's throw out a little college scores. Uh, Mississippi State leading the Egg Bowl of basketball over Ole Miss, 30 to 23. <laughs> the Egg Bowl. Later, oh, that was a good one. Uh, South, I didn't see that. South Carolina defeated number five, Tennessee, 63 to 59. I saw earlier that they were up, but I hadn't followed back up with it. So. <laughs> I think that game was at Tennessee, so that's a, that's strong by the Gamecocks. Yeah, they they, they beat Kentucky, Tennessee. Um, had another big win. They're having a good season so far. Four Payne, speaking of good seasons, your Four Payne Wildcats are having a good season. They're 23 and two. Overall, they finished, they did win their region over Gaston City and Oxford, which those two will be playing in the region tournament this Saturday here in Fort Payne. Since Fort Payne was winners, they'll host the region tournament. So Gaston City and Oxford this Saturday in action. Then that winner will pick, for, pick up Fort Payne Tuesday. That'll be Fort Payne's next game. They'll take the winner of that. Looking at the halftime stats, both teams taking care of the ball. Fort Payne with only five turnovers to Springville's four. That's kind of where you want to be mm -hmm. in basketball. Looking at our scores, though, uh, the hot. Tell you who's hot. It's Josh Scott. Hot Scott. That's his new name. <laughs> hot Scott. I there just, you go. I just did it. There you go. I need, to tell you, I need a T-shirt that says Hot Scott. Hot Scott. Sounds too much like Scott's Tot. Scott, yeah, we don't want to the go office. there. That yeah. was a very uncomfortable episode, by the way. It was real bad. The Office. You ever watch The you Office, Miss Holly? Okay, Scott's well, Tot. She probably skipped that episode because it's so oh, uncomfortable. It's, it's real bad. When he offers to pay you. For the college education for, for inner, inner city kids little kids inner city first kids. graders and then they get to be seniors and invite him in for the big celebration the big celebration they don't deliver <laughs> uncomfortable i always skip that episode on replays that is a rough one so anyway hot scott has four for four from his two so he leads all scores with 14 in the in the uh locker room luke stevens behind him with eight luke not having a bad shooting game he's two for two as yep. well one yep. for three for threes scott's two for five I mean, those are all good numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, J.J. Willoughby has four, and Jackson Banks with three. Jackson Banks one for three, and J.J. Willoughby one for two from his twos. That's so good, really good, good percentages. Good percentages, shooting. I mean, the only other shot's not made. Nolan Fowler has only attempted one three. He missed that one, and Levi Crow has had a two attempted and missed that. But other than that, I mean, 
Percentages yeah. are good. Hot Scott's hot. That's, that's a new one. I got to get that down to Coker. <laughs> hot Scott. We got to have that T-shirt going in next year. Hot Scott. And, and hey, and, and it's when Banks, uh, Jackson starts shooting threes. I need to start playing banking. Yeah. Go, that's uh, obvious. Yeah. Take it to the bank. Why am I take it to the bank? Why am I not cash it in? Well, that's cash. <laughs> cash use cash it in. All right, we're five minutes to go here in the half. It is senior night, last regular season home game for the Fort Payne Wildcats and their last regular season game. We were supposed to play another game against Springfield, but it was scheduled during that uh, cold weather, and it got canceled, and they're not going to make that up, so we're just not going to play that game. Hey, did, did Fort Payne play a game Saturday? They were supposed to, but I don't think that they did. I thought I, thought I heard they played a the game to Saturday. Play, uh, uh, Clay Chalkville at, a, at, at Etowah. But I don't believe that happened. Okay. I thought I heard somewhere. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can text me right now and let me know if let I'm wrong. Let us know. Uh, don't forget tonight, if you're listening to us right now, 100.9 FM or 1250 AM, and that's around your radio, great. That's awesome. Or if you leave the radio and uh, you got your phone or a device around with apps, get the FPTV app. They are in the house tonight bringing it to you visually so you can visually see your Fort Payne Wildcats and see how good they're looking this year with us calling it me and the uh football specialist brian northcutt i gotta find him a basketball term <clears throat> he's not comfortable with that in basketball <laughs> yeah i'm a uh, what do you call sidewalk commentator sidewalk commentator yeah what do you call the football armchair quarterbacks yeah something like that armchair point guard yeah maybe not that's not right because you don't sit anyway miss <clears throat> holly let's take a one minute timeout and we'll come back after that and get you ready for the start of the second half with Fort Payne leading Springfield 29-18. So after this break, we'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball after this. Here at Fort Payne, Alabama, where your Wildcats have a halftime lead over the Springville Tigers, 29 to 18. Uh, just for you SEC uh, folks, uh, tomorrow night, uh, Alabama's in action at Georgia. Florida's at Kentucky. That shouldn't be a game at all. Arkansas's at Missouri, and Vanderbilt's at Auburn. So that'll be your Wednesday night SEC schedule. I know we do that in football. We also talk, talk, talk about the upcoming college games. I haven't done that all year. I should be a little more astute to the college because everybody keeps up with college somewhat yeah. in this neck of the woods. Well, they do this year. Alabama and Auburn both have quality basketball programs. So, 
All right, so four pain, 29-18. Uh, Brian, uh, what got us to this point? Uh, what would you how yeah. describe the first half? Just trying to think through the break, what what, what I noticed and kind of, you know, using my sidewalk uh, uh, basketball skills. Uh, I think what you're seeing from Fort Payne, and this has kind of developed over the season, is uh, when you talk about the turnovers, and seems as though, generally speaking, Fort Payne plays just solid basketball. So they're looking for good shots. They're running offensive sets, passing the ball, getting into their scores. Uh, guys who aren't necessarily scorers don't shoot the ball a lot. They're passing. They're looking for getting it to, to your Josh Scott, your uh, Luke Stevens, your Jackson Banks, that kind of thing. The other guys are playing hard, sounds, quality defense. It just uh, you just don't see a whole lot of uh, mistakes that Fort Payne makes. Overall, there's right. times you look at it and go, oh, I shouldn't throw that pass, or let's not do that, or let's do this better. But it's just sound basketball, good quality basketball. Ball handlers are handling the ball. Shooters are shooting. Uh, guys that can drive, set up down on the block, good screens. So just overall, it has a good feel that you've got a quality basketball team that over over the long haul is going to wear down a streaky basketball team. You know what I mean? I, I tell you, I've, I've been looking for it all season. I don't know if I'm sure I know he's playing within himself, which is good. But I've been looking for a little more from Willoughby. I've been looking for a little more drives to the hole. Yeah. He seems when he starts to drive, move toward the outside to pass it, as opposed to strong to the basket. I, I thought I thought there at the end of the half when he had the ball and, and took that break and he got stripped. I thought he had a chance to go all the way to the basket and take it strong. And, I, and when he does that, he's pretty effective. I think he can. He does a good job of that. Fort Payne will get the ball to start off second half, and ah, late. just like the first half, Stevens gets a little too fancy, and uh, Gleason kind of reaches in, and is able to oh, miss he him up a little bit. On that. I don't think that's a foul. I didn't see what happened after the scrum, so I don't know if there was a body or anything or anything like that. Stevens got the dribbling between his legs, and Gleason. Quick hands, got in there missing a little bit. Stevens with the ball, crossover dribble. Up top to Banks. Banks hitting Fowler as he comes over to the left side. Fowler needs some help, gets Stevens. Stevens top of the arc, fakes the three. Oh, had a clear basket. Yeah, I thought he could drive there. Stevens with the ball, hit, picks it up, needs some help. Gets it all the way across court to Scott. Scott, wide open, three. Good. Yeah. Nice assist by Luke, by Luke Stevens. That's tough right there. You should give Josh that kind of set shot. He's going to, he can make you pay. Gleason with the ball now between the circles, trailing 32-18 to Fort Payne. Frederick has it, gets a cutting. Henderson, Henderson loses the ball. It'll be yeah, Fort, Payne Fort Payne ball. First turnover of the half. Stevens, man, you, you got to tightrope that baseline when you try to do that. Yeah. I see more. I see kids trying to do that. I'm like, if you ain't got it, get it, stop, yeah, get it stop out. Stop and get it back out. Luke's got to get moving. He does. They get ahead to Scott. Scott ahead to Willoughby across midcourt. Willoughby. Fowler in the right corner for three. No good. Can't blame him. It was wide open. Yeah, you got to take that. Henderson ahead to Gleason for Springfield. Gleason on the left side. Picks up his dribble. Goes up top. Oh, he's got pins. Yeah. They good get into look. Frederick. Frederick with position. Lays it up and in. No help on the backside. Coach Coker's mad at Luke. I'm not sure just the position there, but he had him pinned in, and Luke couldn't do anything about it. 32-20 lead for the Wildcats. Scott with the ball. Ahead to Willoughby as they cross midcourt. Willoughby on the right wing. Will be looking for help. Will be drives basket. Will be too many steps. Yep, he traveled. They just said that, Chris, and yeah. before the start of the half, and this is where you got to clean things up here. Mason Chandler will check in for JJ. Fort Payne leading by 12, 32 to 20, with 6:36 to play in the third. 
One team foul so far on Springville. Remember, each, each period they start over in fouls, and when you reach five fouls, you shoot two shots, no longer one and ones. Isbell has it. Isbell over to Henderson on the left side. Henderson, left corner to number 10, Ballard. Ballard back to Henderson, to Connor now, top of the arc. Back to Henderson. Henderson will move back toward the middle from the left. Then he'll go left side to Ballard, left corner to Connor. Connor looking for Frederick, not there. Connor kicks out to Henderson. Henderson between the circles to Frederick at the free throw line. Frederick trying to move around Chan Mason Chandler. Throws it right side to Connor for three, no good. Uh, loose ball, kicked out of there. Frederick runs it down for Springville. Isbell has it now, top of the arc. Isbell hands it to Connor on the right wing. 5.47 to play, 32-20 lead for Fort Payne. Ballard with the ball on the left wing. Ballard tried to get inside to Frederick. Fowler got his hands in there, but it was off Fort Payne. He'll go out of bounds. Yeah, Frederick's trying to set a screen and then switch man's, switch men and had Nolan, and Nolan was able to snake around him and, and, and cut off that bounce pass. Nice job there. Connor with the ball for Springle. Gets it to Frederick. Frederick outside to Henderson for three. That's going to be off the right. No good. Chandler rebounds. They'll give it off to Stevens. Fort Payne leading 32-20. 5.25 to play in the third. Stevens now midcourt. Stevens being guarded by Ballard again. Has the ball knocked yeah. out of his hands. Those quicker guys are getting in on him. Yeah, they're, they're sneaking their hands in on, on Louis. Banks to Fowler on top of the arc. Fowler dribbling right side against Frederick. Hands it off to Stevens. Stevens' move, he likes to get around his defender and slip on the other side to get Scott left wing. He just had a left corner, hadn't been able to do that tonight against the quick defenders. Stevens down with the ball, right side, looking for help. Switch dribbles, all the way cross court there to Banks, go. left corner for three, short. Mm. Fight for the rebound, Scott gets it, puts it back in. Nice rebound in there. That's what 6-5 will do for you folks. 36-20 yeah. lead for Fort Payne. 34-20, sorry, 34-20, 4.33 to go. Connor has on the right wing for Springville. Henderson over to Isbell in the left corner. Isbell trades places with Henderson. Henderson tried to go baseline, cut off by Scott, and Scott will knock it back out of bounds as Henderson tried to throw it cross court. Willoughby will check in as well as Abbott for four paying. Out will come Banks and Fowler. Chris, four has got two team fouls for the game. Two team fouls for the game. I saw it's good defense. That <laughs> is very good it's defense. It's also a nice, nice extra check by Coker to the referee. That's right. <laughs> a little bonus. A little bonus action. Well, JJ's working hard down there on Fredericks. They're just not giving clean looks to him. Connor gets there it into Frederick. Frederick up against Scott. Scott blocks the shot. Loose ball. Scott trying to get rid of it. Gets it to Stevens. Stevens ahead to Willoughby. Here wow. we come down the right side. Willoughby ahead to Mason Chandler. Lays it up and in. Oh, that's tough. Nice run in the court by Fort Payne, and Springville will call a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. Fort Payne leads 36-20. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball.
Back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Well, your Wildcats lead 36-20 over Springville. Uh, I was trying to trying to pause my sense in there, Miss Holly, for a <laughs> trying to get a little Wildcat scream. I'm trying to word it now when, I'm, when it's playing like that. I'm trying to kind of word, slow down my words like, well, if you there's don't hear it, then just you do it. There you go. That's close. I don't know if y'all ever listen to Rick and Bubba. He does a good Wildcat <laughs> scream, and he'll do that. It's pretty good. Uh, All right, your Fort Payne Wildcats leading the Springville Tigers. 36-20, 3.54 to play in the third. Henderson will bring it down for Springville. He'll hand it off to number three, Middleton, in the game now. Middleton to Connor. Connor over to Ballard. Ballard on the right wing. Get a scream from Frederick. Boy, Frederick against oh, the Abbott is a mismatch. <laughs> they get it inside to a cutting Henderson, and he lays it up. Yeah, that was a good look by Springville there. Scott ahead to uh, Stevens. Stevens with the ball, left corner to Abbott. I thought Abbott might be yeah, I know it. Three. I was ready for him to lock it in. Scott back out to Abbott on the left wing. Abbott will hand it off to Stevens. Stevens guarded by Middleton. Left wing for uh, Scott. Off for three. That one hit top of the uh, board. It'll be dead ball. Valley head ball. Banks set the check in for Abbott. I thought Abbott was going to take that ball. He, I did. He I had to he look had at it. it. He had it. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes the guys that check in, they're, they don't have that yet. Yeah, I think I think Coker probably has a little leash on uh, some, some of those some guys, of guys on yep. whether or not you can pull the trigger or not. Middleton over to Henderson on the right wing. Henderson looking at looking for Frederick inside. They'll get it over to Ballard. Ballard left wing to uh, to number three Middleton, and he zips it. Yeah. So five unanswered points now for for uh, Springville as they lead thirty uh, four paint leads thirty six twenty five. Banks has it on the left wing for three. Good. There we go, Jackson, Jackson. Banks. Heating up a little bit there. Banks comes in the game and zips the three, 39-25. 238 to play in the third. Henderson throws it ahead to Connor. Connor to the free throw line to Frederick. Left corner to Ballard. Ballard back to Connor. Over to Henderson. Right corner, number three, Middleton for three. Same, yeah. Same guy, different, uh, different outcome. Here comes Stevens with the rebound. Stevens, coast to coast, tried to kick it across to Chandler, and ball knocked out of bounds for a paintball. I know Luke. Luke, he's been playing so long. Teams know what he does, and I, but he loves to snake that ball in a lane. Yeah. And right now, Springville not Valley Head. Springville not letting him get in there. <laughs> Stevens gets it into Banks. Stevens has the ball. He'll bring it up top of the arc and set it back up. Springville in man to man. Connor guarding Stevens. Stevens picks up the dribble, gives it to Banks now between the circles at the Willowy left side to Scott on the left wing. Scott will roll it back toward the middle. Picks up his dribble. Needs help. Gets it to Willoughby. Willoughby come back toward the middle. Left wing to Scott. Hot Scott. Oh, yeah. Over left JJ's. corner to Stevens. Inside the Willoughby. Willoughby on the block is going to get a player control foul. Yeah, he, he backed into him. <laughs> Coach Coker didn't like that one. Bailey will check in for Springville. But that's what you were talking about, Chris, earlier about J.J. Them taking advantage of those looks and getting down there and banging around. He's been banging around on defense. Let him bang around on offense. So. Henderson to bring it down. Trailing 39-25 with a minute 45 to play in the third. Fort Payne is led throughout. Henderson with the ball. Right corner to Bailey. I mean, right wing to Bailey. Over left side of Ballard. Left corner to number 23, Holland. Holland, left corner to Ballard. Ballard looking inside. He'll throw, try to throw it mm, cross court. Stevens almost got the steal, but Springwell gets it back. Henderson up top. 
to Holland. They go to the right side to Bailey. Bailey back to Henderson. Henderson right corner to Bailey. Bailey tried to go baseline, has to pick it up, gets it inside to Ballard. Ballard, nobody came out on it on yeah. a quick jumper, but Willoughby gets the rebound. Four Payne switches out really well on defense. Stevens left corner, Banks left wing, Willoughby up top, right wing to Scott, right corner to Stevens for three. Good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Man, that was a long way home, Brian. <laughs> Good night. It's a home, home, home rim bounce. I think everybody touched that ball on that series. That was the old uh, Hoosiers pass it five times. Yes. 45 seconds to go, 42-25. Henderson dribbles in, pull-up jumper, no good. He was close, but couldn't quite get it up over the hump. Stevens, the ball's trapped. Needs some help. Throws it left wing to Fowler. Fowler left corner to Banks. Banks for three. No good. Scott rebounds. Scott in the lane. Scott goes to go put it up, and she's fouled by Middleton. <laughs> yeah, that last series, they went from one side all the way around the arc. Just swinging around. Looked like they were running a drill. My dad will always say you can never – dribble or run faster than you can pass the ball. That's true. Passing's always faster. <laughs> 25 to 43 as Scott hits the first one. In comes number two, Gleason. They put him down on the block to defend and as well block as, out home. As well as a free throw. Well as a new guy, number five. That's going to be Caldwell, it looks like. Man, I love teams with big rosters. <laughs> Especially when they got double numbers. Yeah, and they hadn't played all game. All of a sudden, they, they, here they come. Caldwell throw it in for Springfield. Oh, got a long pass. Fort Payne with a 19-point lead, 44-25. Bailey's trapped in the corner by Scott. That's Steven Steele, Steven at the lane. Steven short jumper, good. Here comes Gleason. Gleason trying to go coast to coast. Gleason kicks it off to Ballard, lays it up and in. 13 seconds to play in the third period, 46-27. Willoughby with the ball for Fort Payne. Get off Stevens with six seconds to play. Much. You got to go. Stevens. Got to shoot. Stevens fade away three. Good. Oh. Luke Stevens <laughs> with a senior moment <laughs> as he hits the fade away three at the buzzer. Fort Payne leads 49-27. We'll take a 30-second. Be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, get All right, we're back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. It's the last regular season game. Oh, there it is. Fort Payne leads 49 to 27. You like that timing, Brian? What's that? That's what you call professional timing. Yeah, you, you walk it in real nice. I walked it in. <laughs> uh, I paused for effect. That's right. All right, Brian, what you think going in the final period? Well, I think uh, at this point, 22-point 20, uh, lead. be nice to see some reserves get some play in time. Just kind of preserve some of the legs of these starters. And what you want to not happen is injuries. That's right. Here at the end of the season. All the starters are in. Springwell has the ball. Get it out to number five. That's Caldwell for three. Yeah. And Caldwell 
guy with no action comes in and zips it. Here comes Scott with the ball. Springwell still running full court press. J.J. Willoughby hands it off to Fowler on the right wing. Fowler up top to Scott, drops it for a second. Scott back out to Willoughby. Willoughby up top, top of the arc to Stevens. Stevens slides, kicks it out to Willoughby left wing. Oh, I thought he was going to pull it. <laughs> They generally shoot three-pointers. They usually don't, but mm, that looked like he was going to take it. Take it. Stevens back to Willoughby, left wing. Rolls around the right to Scott. Scott drives lane. Oh, that's good. Down low to Chandler outside to Willoughby, up top to Fowler for three. Come on, Nolan. Short. Chandler fighting for the rebound. Willoughby gets the junk and puts it back in. Yeah, J.J. is just a monster down low. He is a load to work against. Gleason with the ball. Right corner to number 23. Lost my thing. As uh, Ballard has the ball, gets inside to Frederick, and he said, I'm surprised they haven't used Frederick more. Yeah. As big as he is. Well, I'm looking for a little sheet, Miss Holly, and uh, I think I dropped it somewhere. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> what are you looking for? I don't know. I think Black took it over here with FPTV. <laughs> I had all my notes. I had everybody all my notes and everything. Oh, well, I'll try to wing it. I'm that good. <laughs> you like that, didn't you, Steve? <laughs> All right, ah, who, needs notes? who needs notes? Major That's League. What? You know. <laughs> Frederick at the line, hits the free throw. 51-31 lead. Stevens with the ball, picked up by Gleason. There it is. Thank you, Miss Holly. Oh, wow. That's the girls. I didn't even see that lane. I don't know how in the world J.J. saw that passing lane. Ball went down to bounds. Be Fort Payne ball on their baseline. I dropped them a minute ago, Miss Holly. I think they went. I think they went underneath the, the bleachers. I think it went here underneath the bleachers. I'll do my best. I'll keep up with it. Stevens with the ball. I know there's not a lot of turnovers. He throws it down low to Scott. Scott puts it up and it's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, I'll just I'll just look right here. It'll be fine. I know they don't have, either, neither team has many turnovers. Is that your sheet? No. Nope. How in the world did you lose that, Chris? Ain't nothing around here. That's not it. This is Gaston City or Oxford. I think it went down under the bleachers, guys. Y'all don't oh, have really? to keep looking for it. I can manage, I promise. We're all looking around. It went somewhere. Anyway, what you want to know, people who's listening, Fort Payne's leading 52 to 31. That's the most important stat right is. there. 6.30 to play in the fourth period. Hey, just because I dropped the ball doesn't mean Fort Payne's going to, okay? Here comes, here comes Ballard. For and they're not fouling either. They're not fouling. There's not a lot of fouls, a lot of turnovers. Frederick with the ball, tries That's to throw it blocked by Stevens. Guys, good defense. Banks on the floor trying to save it in, but he was laying on the baseline to be out of bounds, Springville. I think that's probably a very under uh, underrated aspect of Fort Payne is that defense. It is just the switch outs. I mean, guys come open and then it just closes. Frederick drives lane, hands it off to number 24. Fowler laying on the ground, almost got his face stepped on, but made layup by Springville, makes it 52-33. Stevens with the ball for Fort Payne, guarded by Ballard. Looking for some help. He'll throw it up to Scott. Scott driven around the left side. Scott back to Stevens. Stevens with the ball. Goes right wing to Scott. Scott to Willoughby. Willoughby moves right, gives it off to Fowler. Fowler with the ball. He'll hand off the Banks. Banks right corner to Willoughby. Willoughby will rotate back up. Over to Scott left wing for a long three. That was from uh, 
plain view, and he missed that one. Here comes Springville. Gleason has the, had the Ballard. Ballard almost had a block by Stevens, but he lays it up and in. 33-52. 525 to play. Scott will bring it down. Springville still trying to make a run. Scott down low to Willoughby. Willoughby. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, he had Nolan. Back up to Scott. Another long three. Short. That's an air ball. But Fowler saved it in the Banks. Banks gets shoved, but he puts it in anyway. And so Coach Coker will come out. You call a timeout and yell at uh, Josh Scott. So while he's yelling at him, we'll take a timeout. We'll be back after this with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get We're back here in Fort Payne where papers magically disappear. <laughs> I have no idea where it is. You can't you can't lose it down there. This, the bleachers are solid. <laughs> I had some papers drop a minute ago, uh, listeners, and one of those is the papers I was keeping up with, and I thought I picked them all up, and we can't find it anywhere. Did you look through each one of those sheets and just uh, make sure they're not stuck together? Come on, Chris. There it is. It's turned backwards. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Captain. <laughs> I am fired after this game, folks. This is your last regular season home yes. game right here, Chris. Yes. Hey, we found it. Steve, it was, it was, turned, it was turned this way. It was just turned around. All right, here comes Gleason with the ball for Springville. They trail by 19, 54 to 35 with five minutes to play in this one. Each team has one team foul. Gleason has the ball in the right wing. Fort Payne in the 2-3 zone. He goes up top to Frederick. Back to number five, Caldwell. Yeah, Caldwell is one I couldn't remember when I didn't have my sheet. Gives it over to Gleason. Gleason shoves it over to Connor. Back to Gleason for three. I mean, uh, Caldwell for three. That's two. He's hit. Yeah. This has been in the game, bro. Evidently, he should have been in earlier. Scott needs some help. It goes into Stevens. Stevens picked up full court by Connor. Here's Stevens trying to go base uh, sideline, and he throws yeah, it away. Yeah, that's terrible. Still by Springville. Frederick takes all the way the hole, and it rolls out, and Banks with the rebound. Good defense by Josh Scott on that drive. Stevens throws over to Banks. He'll bring it down the right side. 4-14 to play. 54-38 lead. Yeah, Lazy pass by Banks. Steal by Gleason. Gleason fakes Stevens and lays it up. Or shoots it up. A little short jumper. That's two turnovers right here for four paint in a row. Yeah. Will, be, will be with the ball on the right wing. 3-58 to play. 54-30. 54-40. I'm sorry. Stevens in the lane. Has the ball hacked on. Lose the ball. Stolen by... Springville. Connor with the ball. He throws off Willoughby, but it bounces into the basket of Isabel, and he lays it in. Four Payne needs to be careful here, Chris. 12-point lead, 340 to play. What was 21 has dissipated down to 12. Banks on left wing, left corner to Fowler. Fowler up top to Scott between the arc, between the circles. He'll go right side to Stevens, but they're going to get Isabel on the reach in on Scott. That's only two team fouls for Springville. Jake Isbell, that's his third personal foul. That's the second team foul for Springville. 
I said Isbell. There's a lot of Isbells in the Fort Payne yeah. area, so I wonder if he's a relative somewhere down the line. There's got to be. His last name's Isbell. <laughs> At some point. Stevens with the ball, left wing to Fowler. Fowler, free throw line, kicks it out to Scott. Scott across court to Banks. Banks left side to Willoughby. He'll grow up top, give it to Fowler. Fowler coming back left. Fowler left corner to Scott. Scott right side to Banks. Banks will come back between the circles. He'll go right side, hand off Stevens. Three minutes to play, 54-42 lead for the Wildcats. That's a mismatch. Scott with the ball, gives it over to Fowler. Fowler fakes left, goes right. Gives it to Banks. Banks right timeline. Banks has reached in by Isbell, loses the ball, looking for somebody to throw it to, but Coach Coker's going to call timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. 2.49 to play, 54-42 lead. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ida. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We're back here in Fort Payne. Fort Payne Wildcats and senior night. Last regular season game lead the Springville Tigers 54 to 42. Lead was 21. Springville's fought back into it, fought back in it. Fort Payne has the ball. Willoughby takes it baseline. Willoughby needing help. Kicks out Scott. Scott oh! with the two and jam. <laughs> Willoughby got trapped on the baseline. Scott came from the top of the arc down the middle and jammed it in. And on the other end, Gleason hits a three for uh, Springville. 11 point game. 2.30 to go. Here comes Willoughby. Right side, Willoughby to Scott. Scott with the ball. Scott moves left, gives it to Fowler. Fowler, top of the arc. Fowler trying to drive. Frederick cuts him off. Reaching by Isbell. Steal. Ball's on the floor. Willoughby saves it. And Coker is going to get a tall and timeout. Ooh. I guess we'll take a 30-second with them. Fort Payne leads by 11. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. back with Fort Payne. Brian's trying to close this one out, but Springville's making a little bit of a game here. Yeah, it, it, it kind of felt like the start of the fourth quarter. Fort Payne was just going to kind of cruise to the end of this game, and uh, Springville said, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we, were, we were talking about, we were, you were talking about bringing in the Reserve, yeah. reserves, and I was talking about, you know, don't get injured, and, and Fort Payne's going to have to, they got a little bit of a fight on their hands. Springville's turned it up. Banks gets it into Scott. He'll go over this, he'll go near side to, to Stevens. Stevens left side to Fowler. Fowler back up to Stevens. He's guarded by Ballard. Got to take care of the ball. Yeah, keep that dribble protected. Chris passes. Make sure when you dribble, you screen them off. Frederick's going to guard Fowler. 
Fowler will hand it off to Stevens. They're trying to double-team Stevens. Stevens gets himself in the left corner. They get it down to Fowler on the left wing. Fowler being guarded by Frederick. Yeah. And they finally call Frederick with the foul. <laughs> Frederick wants a push-off, and he's all over him. Yeah. Nolan trying to protect his dribble. And... Minute 41, Fort Payne leads by 11, 56-45. Willoughby throws it backcourt to Stevens. Stevens ahead to Willoughby. Willoughby back to Scott. Scott on the right wing. Yeah, it looks Fort like Payne's going to try to dribble this one out, which is fine. You just got to protect yourself. Stevens the fouler. He's fouled by Connor. I think that's the fourth team foul now on uh, Springville. I know. I'd like to see when you get a, when you get the Springville players jumping way out and stuff. I'd like to see Fort Payne. We'll stay here with it. We'll stay here with the TV and uh, radio. Um, I'd like to see. I know Fort Payne's running the clock. There is no time. There's no shot clock in high school basketball. But when you got their when you got their team committing that hard, yeah. I mean, there's. I think you got to go back to the basket. I mean, I know you're up by 11. If it's there, sure. Yeah, go ahead and get the points. Um, of course, you know they're going to try to trade three for twos at this point in the game. Put you on the foul line, hoping that you don't make shots. And it was interesting to me, Chris. I don't know if there's just this unwritten rule of officiating in players, but Springville plays hard, aggressive, strong defense. No call, no call, no call. Player runs out, and you can tell he's running out to foul. He just makes a touch foul, and they'll call it almost obligatory. Like the right. official and the player are on the same page. You know I'm going out here to foul. I know I'm going out here to foul. Go ahead and call it quick. And he just calls it quick, even though right. it's just a touch foul. In all game, they let that go. I know. They let that go, and then he just walks out of here, and you're like, okay, well, that's a foul there. All right, a minute 32 to play here in the game. Fort Payne leading Springville, 56-45 in the last regular season. Home game for Fort Payne. Senior night, Banks set to throw it in. Looking for some help. He gets into Willoughby. Willoughby. Oh, that's backcourt. Willoughby throws it, has his ball stolen by Frederick. Frederick, two-handed dunk. Not quite as much authority as uh, Josh Scott, hot Scots, but it's went in. Willoughby with the ball. Down low. Willoughby down low to Fowler. Fowler all alone, lays it up and in. There we go. That's what you're talking about there. 58-47, still 11-point lead with a minute 10 to go. Frederick yep. with the ball, top of the arc. Isbell with it, rotates in, kicks it right corner to Connor for three. Short, Stevens rebounds. Stevens gets fouled. Now he'll go to line now to shoot two, Brian. Yeah, that's where you got to make free throws. Well, Brian, this half, Springville has one turnover. Is that right? To Fort Payne's five, unless they turned it over during my lost <laughs> sheet. <laughs> <laughs> but I have them with just watching the game with one turnover. Fort Payne leading 58-47, 11-point lead. I'm going to go ahead and call it's over because I, I have that running statistic in my head about being up by nine or more with a minute 45. Hardly any team comes back from that. Okay, so 11 and 58 seconds is you're, good, you're right? You're good. Mm -hmm. Now 12. Stevens hits his first. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe in, in hand here. Let's protect the ball. Let's get to the end of this game. You know, we are talking about injuries earlier, Chris. Is Fort Payne has been very fortunate, not have any injuries this season other than the one Nolan brought in from football. Springwall after the missed free throw brings it out. Henderson has the ball on the left wing, backs out to Connor. Connor long three, short, ball bounces off Willoughby and Stevens runs it down. Stevens looking for help. He throws it all the way deep to there Willoughby. Willoughby, there's Fowler down low all by himself. Easy layup and in. That'll seal it probably. 61-47. Nolan, Nolan pouting his stats there down on the 
Patty. Snowbird. Ballard with the ball, gives over to Henderson right wing. Henderson went to shoot, but Scott came on him. Hot, Scott. <laughs> Connor tried to get around Banks, and Banks with a cheap foul, and that's going to make Coach Coker lose <laughs> his mind. Coach Coker had one question. Why? Why, yes. Why, Jackson? Why? <laughs> um, and, and with that being said, I, I remember when Auburn had that 99 or that, that 2019 run, they were up by like 20 on a team. And, you know, trying to close the game out, letting time run. Auburn was, Auburn's defense was letting them, you know, shoot and run. And I can remember the scrubs came in and one of the Auburn starters was screaming at them, don't foul. I can hear him saying, don't foul. And he fouled. And the dude like lost it. All you can hear on there like, ah, did you just foul? Just let the clock run. All right, Fort Payne leading 61-48. 20 seconds to go. Will be with the run out ahead again to Fowler. Fowler blocked by Isbell. Our ball actually was raked out of his hands. Isbell with the ball. Goes around Banks, goes around everybody. We let him up and in. That's fine. 8.8 to go. Calling timeouts with down 11. Down 11. Spring was a long timeout. Well, let's take a 30-second make him happy. All right, we'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, there's the buzzer to resume play. 8.8 .8 seconds left, Brian. Yes, sir. Springville has drawn up a plan. That's right. Hey, coaching hard to the end. Fort Payne leading 61-50. You got to at least admire that. Fort, and actually, Fort Payne's throwing in the ball, so not sure what, you know, play, set play defense. Banks will get it in Scott. Scott fouled quickly by Frederick. Scott will go to the line to shoot two. I mean... I, I pull I pull everybody but Josh Scott down on this end of the field on the court and then just let him have it. Stay out of the way. That's what Coach Cooker does. He sends the rest of the team back. Don't foul. Don't foul. <laughs> With 7.4 to go, don't foul. Matter of fact, just stand there and stand right. still. Springville's got an hour drive. Don't foul. <laughs> Scott's first free throw is good. Good senior night, though, Chris. Finishing good. out on a high note. Uh, now it's time to play. That's where region, they all count here. Region tournament play next, and then we'll start the play to the state playoffs. Quickly down court for Springville. Misses the long three. 0.6 seconds left. Connor puts it up. No good. Fort Payne is your winner as the seniors go out with a 24-2 regular season record. They defeat Springville 62-50. to We'll take a two-minute timeout. Come back out and come back and close this one out. This is this is Fort Payne Wildcat basketball. <laughs> 